0: to Cinemarathon, the Movie Marathon's podcast where we watch a series of movies all in one day and discuss them afterwards. My name is Matthew and today I'm joined by Richard. You're going to be taken. (laughs) No, uh, I'm joined by Josh. I have a peculiar set of skills and none of them are in podcasting. (laughs) And uh, actually we have a special guest today. Uh, We actually have John, the host of Cinemarathon that I've taken over for give me the fucking
1: elephant oh sorry sorry that's the wrong movie. wrong movie right. sorry it's, a, <laughs> it's another good
0: one yeah. hey
2: guys how's it going pretty What's good
0: up? you know pretty up, good john we miss you we do oh
2: i know i miss you guys too i'm uh-huh. glad to be
3: back there's always a tear going down my face when
2: <laughs> go without you
0: yeah we all have single tears all podcasting without john my,
2: mine means i killed a guy <laughs> 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 oh that's why that's permanently tattooed there that's
0: wow <laughs>
1: Well, I appreciate it. My my daughter appreciates it for sure that I'm <laughs> around more. <laughs> yes. thank, thank you for bearing this burden for me. I, I appreciate it. Oh, I,
0: I take it gladly, but we we do miss you. But it's cool because you do actually get to come to some of the marathons, even yeah. if you're not always podcasting with us. So. Yeah.
1: I don't know how often I'll be able to show up, but luckily this one's like pretty short. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. able to do. Although I do I do want to briefly, uh, for the record, just correct a few things for, for like history's sake. Yeah. First and foremost, um. Step Up Revolution is a masterpiece. I just want to want to point that out. I feel I feel like it was improperly covered in the Mayor marathon. I was,
0: did wish you were there just for to talk, to discuss that yeah. one movie. It is a it is a, it is a fantastic shittiness?
1: film. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're uh, one of the. You're on the side <laughs> that yeah, that you're you're all about it. I was never into that yeah. one.
1: it was so yeah. frustrating to listen and just like everyone's just like yeah, it's horrible, and I was like no, it's fucking great. <laughs> it's a great
3: movie for inducing naps. It's just sure. Wonderful. Oh no. Did for we at least?
0: Up. I can't even remember actually. Did we at least acknowledge that you? Did we mention in the podcast that you were Maybe actually I,
1: sure I hope I, we did. I, I don't think so, but it's fine. Okay. It's totally fine. Well, that's hey, that hey, you know, that's that's what happens when you're not there. Yeah. I very rarely had that experience until obviously I left. And yeah, yeah. Now it's yeah, it's interesting. It's it's I really like it though. I like listening. You guys have been doing a great
0: job. I oh, appreciate it. Thank we've you. we've been trying, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I guess we can dive into this month's franchise, which was the the taken movies, which you know like when you you actually you're the one who suggested it john and uh, yeah. when that, when that email came in it was yes absolutely we're <laughs> going to do the taken movies it was
1: purely selfish because i knew it would be easy <laughs> so yeah. i was like oh maybe i can do that one
0: yeah for sure for sure but you know it was a you know i'd say without getting into too much detail it was pretty easy pretty easy marathon there's only yeah. three movies so you know other than never ending story those go down pretty <laughs> go, go down pretty oh, quick
1: i don't think we're in <laughs> Fantasia anymore
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Born to be
1: wild. I, well, lo- I loved that marathon. Everyone you... talks about it like it was misery. I had a great time. Oh, was, no. It, it no. dragged. That third movie dragged
0: so hard. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, like people the...
1: throwing out Arnold
3: Schwarzenegger references in Fantasia. Sure. <laughs> I mean, Matthew, it
1: is called Never Ending
3: Story. That's I mean, true. It's, it's appropriate. At least Ain't it lived up true. to its name. Yes. At the very
0: least. But uh, but yeah. So Taken went pretty smoothly. Uh, the third movie, we obviously went to the theaters to to finish up the series or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I you know Taken was a an interesting franchise for me because I actually joined the whole Taken discussion really late to the game. I didn't see it in theaters. I didn't even know about it really until people started talking about it once it was on DVD. Like I'd heard the name but knew nothing. Um, and then when everyone was like, oh, actually, you need to check this one out. Like, it's really awesome. I was so skeptical. I was so <laughs> skeptical. Like, I was like, really? This, like, Luke Basson direct to DVD looking shit? Like, I, don't, I just can't imagine it's legit. And uh, so I, like, I had avoided
2: it for a long time. But did you guys, like, see it in theaters? What was your. Uh, I never saw it in theater. I, I, I too. Uh, was the director, you know, to DVD. I was like, oh, you know, people are talking about it. I'm going to check it out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I watch a lot of movies with my dad. And so it's like, oh, like he needed an action movie for him to watch because that's all he'll watch. Um, and well, he enjoyed myself. I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. This is just a crazy older man, Liam Neeson action star movie <laughs> Yeah, that he's come to be known by.
0: And was, oh, I'm guessing this was the movie that sent him into this new oh, yeah. section of his mm-hmm. career, right? Oh, without like, a doubt. Yeah. yeah.
1: This it's pretty much the taken train. It's like ever yeah. since that movie, there's been
0: like at said. least three of these a year since this movie, it feels like, <laughs> uh, never ending. But, uh, but how about you, Josh, did you see this in theaters?
3: Um, I remember, didn't this come out in like 2007, 2008, 2008. Okay. I remember watching this. Uh, I, uh, I I got a digital copy of it and I watched Mm -hmm. it while I was like playing video games, but I I enjoyed it and Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that was I, I. That's I never would have thought that it would have two sequels. That's yeah, insane. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, my my. I just yeah, I watched it and I thought it was pretty good. It was I did not see it in theaters though.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, John?
1: Yeah, I, pretty much a similar story. I didn't see it in theaters either. Uh, I'm I had skepticism as well, but it was primarily at when it was releasing. Like mm-hmm. when I saw trailers and stuff, I was like, "Well, that looks stupid." Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'd say over the year it had released. I had enough people who I trusted. Say, hey, dude, you got to see Taken. Like, And I think that's how it happened with everybody. Like, somebody at some point watched it. Yeah. And then it sort of kind of spread from there. And then I was like, okay, I should check it out. So the guy... Actually, my friend uh, just gave me the Blu-ray. He oh, was like, okay. He was like, watch it tonight. You got to see it. And he sold it enough for I was like, all right. And then when I threw it in, I mean... <laughs> Very quickly, <laughs> I had a deep appreciation for it. It really kind of blew me away. Yeah, yeah. It's so ridiculous and great.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: There's
3: definitely some really good defining moments in this first movie that really make it st- stand apart from like your average action movie, which for- we can get into later, but like it just does a couple things really well
0: for sure for sure Mm -hmm. you know it's a it's an interesting arc of a franchise that's you know that's for (laughs) sure not nothing i think we could have ever anticipated but uh but yeah like i guess we should just dive into the first movie uh which is taken which came out in 2008 So, you know, I know when we were watching it this time, John, you were really funny and talking about how quickly this movie <laughs> unfolds. Yeah. Like, well, that's what
1: sold me the first time is it's just so silly because what's what's brilliant about the movie is Liam Neeson is so paranoid. Like at the start of the movie, he's just he seems like an overly concerned out of touch dad. Mm-hmm. And you're watching the movie like, man, this guy needs to loosen up. He's just crazy. And it's just like, in, it's like they land in Paris. Like his daughter's like, oh, you're going to be safe in Paris. She lands and just moments later. Just Which like,
0: you time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, as a jo- actually half as a joke. I was like, let's see how long it is, guys. It was 15 seconds. <laughs> Until the guy was like, hello ladies, uh, you know, just immediately. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it's like fifteen <laughs> seconds is all it takes to get kidnapped in Paris yeah. off the plane. Do you want plane. to
1: share a cab?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird accent.
0: But that's actually what I appreciate about this movie is that it doesn't waste any time. Oh, it is not. like it doesn't set you up with this whole backstory and blah 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 blah. It's just there's a dad who play, who's played by Liam Neeson, who clearly loves his daughter and is clearly quote unquote out of touch. Oh, uh, what,
3: what are you talking about? That karaoke
2: machine was uh, <laughs> top of the line.
0: Yeah, all the celebrities buy this karaoke machine <laughs> for their kids. Well, see
2: what what's so, what's so great, like, is he is out of touch, and you get the sense that he's out of touch but until you see what he actually does for a living. Mm-hmm. Like when his his uh you know his ex military buddies say we're working private security, and you say, oh my gosh, he's he's. May he may be like pop culturally out of touch, but he is totally in the now as far as skills.
0: Yeah, which but I think one of those skills has to be understanding technology, considering how many (laughs) fucking gadgets he uses. And to me, the fact that he's in a machine, like in a store, looking at like out of date. Karaoke machines I feel like he would have been able to use Like I think
1: that's one of the funny turns in the movie Is because he <laughs> seems out of touch Like that's yeah. how they paint him they, With this broad brush of like Oh look at this out of touch guy And then it takes this insanely hard left <laughs> turn where he's like the most in-touch guy <laughs> in the entire planet yeah like he just called everything about like murder paris and it's like <laughs> apparently the most dangerous
0: city in the world like and the
1: most disgusting yeah. he seems crazy yeah. and then it's just all his predictions come true immediately yeah like it's really funny
0: well, I, uh we've we've talked about taken as being the daddy fears the movie <laughs> right. which is like every like horrible like like bad fantasy that a dad's ever had about like something happening to his kid, like just laid out in a movie over 90 minutes, you know? And like the fact that it happens so consistently is the, like the most interesting part of this franchise. It's not realistic, but it's the most entertaining facet of the movies. That's for sure. But I think they do do a good job in the first movie of setting up really how much he does care about her. Like as silly as it is, like, once you know like because the very first image in the franchise is home video footage it's like of her like as a little kid and it sets you up like so hard for being (laughs) like oh my god like you're like you already like love this character as your own kid practically after the (laughs) first like 30 seconds and you know she's gonna get kidnapped and go through all this shit like they really get you on board uh so it's
1: like side note them playing her as a little kid I mean I know
0: you're saying it's in home videos and stuff yeah, but they yeah. play
1: her as like a young girl but yeah. It's, it, yeah. she's 17. she's like 30 <laughs> like yeah
0: she's clearly like has a masters degree in something yeah but uh and she's like I always forget her name what's the actress?
2: Maggie Grace yeah, yeah
0: Maggie Grace from Lost from Lost, right? from Lost. Yeah. yeah fuck shack <laughs> <laughs> fuck shack is officially explain that one <laughs> Well if for <laughs> listeners out there if you didn't watch Lost in the first season we always joked about how like these people get you know, lost on this Island and they don't really know what's going to be happening to them. And there's some fucking thing like that could kill them. And uh site Sa- is it? Sa-eed? Saeed? yeah, Saeed uh, basically he's the romantic interest for Maggie Grace's character on the show. And like immediately his like romantic gesture is to build like out of leaves and sticks, this like shack for them to go have sex <laughs> in. And so we always joked immediately. It sure. was like the most romantic thing ever in the world is the fuck shack. Uh, a, a
1: minor correction. The fuck shack is in season two. Oh, season two. I, I thought apologize. I just, you know, how no. dare we get it wrong? No, guys? please yeah. do.
0: Please correct me. I'm lost Lore, <laughs> It's important. But uh, so, yeah, it's always like that's all I picture her as is fuck. Shack Maggie Grace. <laughs> right. So for her to be like 17, quote unquote, in this is like ludicrous. With
2: her old lady run. Yeah. She like <laughs> can
0: barely move properly. Like, I guess that was her one acting choice was, oh, I'm going to run like a little girl. It's like it doesn't stop us you know doesn't make us believe you anymore mm. but uh
3: yeah i'm sorry how old is she supposed to be in this 17 yeah god
2: damn <laughs> young high school
3: yeah it's weird because like she definitely doesn't look like it and like he, he shows up to like a meeting with her and he's like i got you what you always like You your strawberry banana frappa whatever shake and like you see, you Thanks see this Daddy. woman. Yeah, you see her sitting down in front of it, and it's like it just looks ridiculous. It's like putting Helen Mirren
0: in pigtails, and then being like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, she's a nice. Well, ice not bolt. only does she not look it, but it's such weird casting
1: because it's not like she's an unknown. Like yeah. if she, if we didn't know her, then like maybe I'd not really know how old she was. But she's in Lost as like an adult. Yeah. So I would never buy her as a girl. It's just weird.
0: Yeah, it's just. Poor, poor choice, and she's not even that good an actress. So it's like it I doesn't think she help. does
1: just fine in these movies. You think yes. so? Oh yeah.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> John's then,
1: a big fan.
0: Big fan, but yeah. So we basically get this set up that she's a little girl, and so he gives her this karaoke machine, which she obviously lovingly accepts, but does not is not really into. And then the awesome reveal of what her stepdad gets for her, which <laughs> is like, a like gala birthday. Party. Yeah, yeah. We're talking like hundreds of people right after her mom's
2: this. like, it wouldn't be appropriate to open <laughs> gifts here. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. And then it's a separate party for the adults and the kids. Yeah. Like, you know, Oh, adults are over here and the kids get over there. <laughs> we, we like to give them their own space. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: ludicrous. But, uh, so he gives her the karaoke machine. The mother's not happy about it because Femka Jensen is the worst mother in history in this franchise. Like, she's just a bitch and like, not like, she's just uncompromising.
1: I, I, mean, I don't, I wouldn't go that far. Like, I think she has some redeeming qualities. I think it's just very clear. She's, you know, divorced from this guy and they're, they're not getting along well, but, but I never just outright hated her. Oh,
2: frame one, yeah. frame one. <laughs> I hated her. I, I, I. I, I greatly disliked her in this first movie.
1: Well, I think uh, maybe I don't know, maybe I'm having a knee jerk to it cuz I feel and this isn't necessarily your fault, but there's there's a lot of that g- that goes around. Like the first thing I'm thinking of is like in Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. you know how there's all these people that just have this knee jerk of like that fucking bitch. I hate mm-hmm. her. She's so bitchy. Well, that's know? deserved too. Yeah. But. No. Well, I, sh- <laughs> sure, but I just mean like I don't know. I'm a little cautious about just just because a woman's betrayed mm-hmm. as like being angry or something, mm-hmm. they just sort of write her off as like ah she's a bitch. It's like well, well you know, it was she's,
3: she's she's literally blocking him from just like showing love to his daughter.
1: Yeah like, like yeah, pretty, yeah but I I'm not saying egregious. she I'm not just saying she's in the right I'm just saying like to me, it read as like, oh, they're they have well, marital problems. Not the right word because they're divorced, but they have like divorce problems. Like, okay, she, well, she's mad at let, let me, let me, and uh, then if he was, you know, if he was in the CIA, if he's gone all the time, like I can see why she's mad.
0: Well, yeah, I could see her being upset about the CIA. But let me, let me paint a picture. Team on the top. That's
1: I mean.
0: <laughs> uh, like we have to assume, like you said, they had marital problems. Whether she's the one that broke it off or whatever, whatever happened. Liam Neeson <laughs> shows up and is trying to be cordial. Oh yeah, he's nothing right? but nice. It's yeah, he's nothing but smiles. <laughs> We all love Liam Neeson, so to see that bitch <laughs> <laughs> treat Liam Neeson that way—no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but no I know, I know. it was like her. I think her character was purposely written to be antagonistic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so yes. when you're the antagonist, I'm not gonna like you very much. Well, it's like,
1: real shitty when the stepdad just rolls the horse out. Yeah, it's just like it's your gift. Dad. With no, you know. but see, that was the thing. Is yeah. like she
0: criticizes Liam Neeson for opening gifts early, right. and then she's like, "All oh, nothing but hate." And then horse comes out and it's nothing but smiles. <laughs> that's, that's, that's shitty. Like, it's yeah. like, I'm not on board with that. I'm
1: not saying she's not shitty. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think it's just so black and white that like, she has no redeeming qualities. Whatsoever.
0: Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, we will, we will get to her character. She, cause she does evolve through the yeah. series. So we'll, we'll get, <laughs> but there. not in this movie. <laughs> no, not in this movie at all. But, uh, but I, you know, I think watching the, this movie again, especially, I think it's interesting. The, like it, it's it's funny because it feels like an American movie. Mm-hmm. Like right, it, it feels like a
1: French, like French version of an American movie. It's like French people made an American.
2: movie. Ronan and, Ronan's, oh. like the like a good comparison. For yeah, it. but it but what's
0: strange about it to me is that it's a French movie made by like produced and directed by French people right. about an American, <laughs> but it feels <laughs> like it's still stereotypically like sure. A portraiture of France. Well, it's maybe because like, they throw their country right under the bus. Yeah, you know, yeah. it looks like the worst place on earth. Yeah, <laughs> it's like
2: <laughs> it's, it seems like like a, like propaganda
0: against like France, right. it's but it's made peculiar. by
2: French. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, like yeah, that's, that's why the American audience Love it so much. It's like they look at France and go, "I knew it."
0: <laughs> so I can't quite grasp why like, that's I, the I've case. I've been to France. It's perfectly nice. I like, it's,
1: It looks so seedy and disgusting and yeah. Taken.
0: So it just makes me wonder why that like this wasn't like or why they had so much like propaganda against their own country. Like I don't know, it just seems strange to me <laughs> to I,
3: make money from
0: the Americans. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if like the the France you know propaganda like permeates all of the different nations. All, but this movie did well in a lot of different countries. Sure, it's just well you know. maybe the idea is because his motivation is it's all it's you know it's all about I need
1: to protect my daughter. And I, anything between me and my daughter, I'm going to kill them. Like the more horrible they make her situation, the more justified you are in like, not caring what Liam Neeson does to anybody. Yeah. That's kind of the beauty of it. Like they're so horrible that he can, you know, (laughs) just, And I'm sure we'll get to some of the crazy things he does, but you're just a hundred percent behind him because it's, they deserve
0: it. Then I guess my question is why even center this movie around an American? Like, if you're, if you're produce, writing, producing, you know, this script but or whatever. He,
1: I mean, he's not. I guess he's supposed to be the CIA. Yeah, he's supposed he's, to be yeah, American. Yeah, but to me, to he's
0: like, Scottish guy, guy, yeah, or whatever. Or whatever. What is he, Irish? Yeah, he's Irish. Or, yeah, Irish. I don't know. I just found it interesting. He it's never
1: like, sounds American. That's like, true. He <laughs> always
0: sounds stranger. But, like, I don't know. For at least because he's always trying to mask his accent. But I don't know. I, it just it just threw me off it's like once i when i first saw this movie i was like why not just set this as in europe like why even bring it stateside if you're gonna to like make money okay yeah i guess we do the world does love but us it's
2: that was probably a condition is like you need to get two two big stars like mm-hmm. if this is gonna get made maybe they came for for financing like says well we'll find your movie but you need to have like some names yeah like liam neeson okay he's a name Not even the biggest name, but they probably could get him cheap. Yeah. And yeah, because he
0: wasn't like, like he was making movies, but he wasn't like the draw like he was mm -hmm. after this movie got
2: made. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Honestly, whatever magical stars aligned to bring (laughs) geriatric Liam Neeson (laughs) into a hardcore action movie, like I'm not going to question it too hard because it's, I'm just so happy that I'm just, we're
0: thankful for it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's
1: a masterpiece. Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is actually. But we, uh, but to see his skills, like these like awesome geriatric skills, <laughs> uh, we have the scene where he gets hired for a detail as a security guard <laughs> right. at a concert. And
3: they're, everything goes perfectly wrong in the most paranoid way scenario
0: <laughs> for the, what is the name of the singer? Do you remember? Shira. Shira. she yeah. The singer's She-Ra. Um, and I guess we have He-Man saving her yeah. in this, but, uh, basically he's working security detail with his old CIA buddies. Uh, and they, in having to protect her, like they uh backstage one of the fences gets mobbed and yeah. the entire crowd rolls through and like <laughs> right. immediately she's in mortal danger <laughs> like she's going to die and then on top of that, not only is the crowd insane, but there's just a dude with a knife. <laughs> like, fucking, like behind a pillar. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Knife creeper is like waiting to kill this pop singer. Like for well, no reason. Well, that seems
1: so weird because the, the people break the wall and then you're like, oh no, she's in danger. But the guy with the knife is like way past where those yeah. people are. So it's like, was he always there
0: inside job. Like Like, like, if they
1: didn't bust in, would he
2: still be trying to murder her? And who was that? Yeah. That's just one of the head of her fan club. (laughs) Did it like, did he work there? How did he get in there? I'm assuming he's
0: one of 12 knife assassins that just exist (laughs) in that venue constantly. It's just
1: Leon, the (laughs) professional is like just waiting to kill. her. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but it's amazing. Again, it just like all of his paranoia is as true as he would think it was. Uh, but <laughs> it's just so insane. So he saves her life. She raw is now safe. And, uh, he, you know, once everything's calmed down, she is obviously thankful and grateful to him. And, uh, he expresses to her that his daughter wants to be a singer too. And, uh, wants advice for her, you know, which he had asked previously and she wasn't feeling it.
3: She was like, tell her to switch to another fucking yeah. job yeah like, don't yeah like, tell her a different career yeah yeah
0: total bitch or uh, she was but then she turns around and uh with her life being saved and gives him a card and says you know like my manager will help her through you know whatever sure. she needs kind of thing oh,
1: yeah, i'm just curious did anyone else pick up like weird sex vibes during that scene no.
2: yeah because she comes oh, out absolutely. of the shower she, in a row yeah
1: She's like half naked in a robe, hand, like kissing him on the cheek. I feel like it cut, and then literally after the cut, he like <laughs> took his clothes off. Yeah, and just like fucked her.
0: <laughs> well, like as we were jo- like while we were watching, I was joking. It's like okay, she's like clearly about to bend on her knees out of frame, right. like this what yeah. it felt like or whatever. It was just so weird because it never like actually amounts to anything. But it,
1: I don't know, just the way they did it was strange.
0: Well, what I think is interesting about that scene is that even though he's not married like he is like single right he's still he's so paternal that he feels like he's still married like if that right. if that scene had actually like ended with like sex it would have felt like wrong it, would, like, <laughs> yeah. it was like no you can't do it liam like you're you still love your family don't do it man like which is interesting because
1: okay. yeah really, maybe maybe that's the idea is like he's turning her down yeah because yeah. he sees her as like a like, he's a father figure. Yeah. Because she's
0: old
2: enough to be his daughter. Yeah. Because yeah. she's clearly 30. <laughs> she's
1: probably younger than his daughter. She's <laughs> yeah.
0: younger than Maggie Grace, that's for yeah, sure. that's what I'm
2: saying. But, uh,
0: but, yeah, so I, you know, having watched it this time, it really, like, that's, like, it, I realized. It was like, oh, yeah, if he had actually gone through with that, would have felt, it would, I don't it seems like he wouldn't, he wouldn't be in his corner as much, yeah. like, for some reason. Well, I don't
1: even think they went as far as, like, sex was on the table, necessarily. It was just this weird, like, flirtatious it
2: was, moment. It was a wardrobe issue like yeah she, she's she like should, yeah. wet and half yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> this, this, this is not this is not like a a meeting time like you put some clothes on then you have the meeting
0: yeah yeah so now that we've been we as an audience we've been proven that he is like capable like he can keep you from getting killed then uh the daughter and her best friend i guess <laughs> ship off to Paris aka Murder Town. for the U2 tour the yeah U2. Uh,
3: <laughs> they deserve everything that happened Yeah, still. even in 2000, like 2008 which is you know what 8 years ago and oh. this was they were still like way past yeah that yeah, yeah 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 like <laughs> <those> <laughs>
0: No, but it only makes sense considering Maggie Grace's actual age. <laughs> it's appropriate to her how old she is that she would be that into you too. But uh, so they get to Paris, and we set up like, which I feel is like actually a very not feminist like scenario for oh, these yeah. two girls to be set up. was like they get to Paris, and immediately they're like, "Ooh, I'm gonna like sleep with him," right? And then they immediately get punished for that. Like they have this like sexuality that's like theirs and like we're gonna go have fun and be young and whatever and then immediately because they're like we're gonna get crazy no. they get taken and put into a sex operation <laughs> which is like that's sort of not fair. Just like Daddy said. <laughs> yeah, it's like if your daughter has sex before the age of like twenty,
2: like she's it's, gonna get. It's like, her... like the
1: movie was made by some father that's like yeah. trying to show it to his daughter as like yeah. a scare tactic yeah. or
2: something. Yeah, it, it's, it was all just a big like setup. Like when he finally rescue rescues her, everything like everyone reveals that they were all in on it. It's like, and that's why you don't go to Paris
0: <laughs> by yourself.
2: <laughs> like Liam Neeson hired everyone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly, because like. Right before they literally right before shit goes down, her best friend goes, I'm going to sleep with that guy. And she was like, Oh, and Maggie Grace is like, No, oh my God. Like, th- that's crazy. How are you saying that? She's like, Well, you got to lose it sometime. You know, it's right. just like this like, horrible excuse to lose <laughs> your virginity. He's like, like, Well, why not? Well, right? they make
1: a big point about making sure you know that Maggie Grace is a virgin. Yeah. I think because it's the only way they can explain why she's not like horribly raped. Yes. Like, by the yeah. time he actually gets to her. For sure. Because mm. it's like, Oh, she's really valuable because she's a virgin. Yeah, and they go through the hostel too. To her which yeah. makes it like extra fucked up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So like we have, by the time she gets like put onto hair she's doped up on heroin and like put before the Hostel 2 crew <laughs> right. like for bids or like bid offers. Uh yeah, it's like important. It's an important story mark that she like is a virgin and that's why she's going for a half a million dollars and hasn't been totally wrecked yet, which is just like so disgusting. Like <laughs> yeah. what a what a horrible underworld. But uh
1: yeah, the movie is nasty. Like that's yeah. the one thing like, the other two movies don't really capture that, but the first movie is just fucking disgusting. Like, Liam Neeson's, like, going into this, like, fuck palace at a construction yard <laughs> where there's just, d- take a number, and there's these women on, like, cots, and it's just all, like, steamy yeah, and he opens nasty up, and all. He opens it up, and, like, this woman's, like,
3: doped up and, like, looks at him and goes, like, gives him, like, a like yeah, this really like, sad oh come hither, like, but it's just, like, a, I gotta do this, they're gonna they're gonna beat me.
0: Like considering, the, okay, we, we have to look at this financially, right? Like I, the whole business of the like w- human trafficking in these movies drives me a little nuts because like anybody knows. And obviously like this is a horrible business and I'm sure like these women get like hurt and like they swap them out all the time and it's terrible. But just from a business standpoint, like you'd think they'd put a little bit more money into <laughs> supporting this business. Like we're looking at, like you said, we're in a, a fucking shack in the middle of a oh, construction yeah. yard with like yeah. fucking cots. Like go to Ikea.
2: You can You can
0: get a couple IKEA beds in
2: there to like. You know what I mean? Like, but they, they were the first link in the chain. Yeah, like that's the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, and he's got to work well, his way. Well, they're
1: servicing these low income workers, so they're yeah. probably not going. And that's the other thing. Like, what, if you're like a guy at that steel mill or whatever, like what? Is- <laughs> You're just punching the clock, going to work, and that's happening next to you. Like, yeah, that's just, uh. I'm going it, on my lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like shit, man. I would hate everyone I worked with. I would be like, <laughs> it would just be the worst.
0: Well, yeah, because, but I,
1: there's like a hundred people complicit in this horrible thing going on. <laughs> but, Welcome to Paris. (laughs) Apparently, it reaches as high as their like secret service agents and stuff. Like it's horrible. Yeah, like
0: all the way up the government (laughs) chain to this fucking prime minister's on the take. Like, um, (laughs) it's insane. But uh, but yeah, I do like we have to at least analyze the most famous sequence from this movie where she does actually get taken. Oh yeah. And oh yeah, it's really effective. Like just from a like a fist pumping like get behind your hero kind of moment like even seeing it for like a third or fourth time it just gets you so jazzed for the next like two acts of this movie. It's rough,
1: yeah, and it's scary because just sitting like this man has to listen to his daughter get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And then that key moment where he's just like, all right, this is going to be hard to hear, but like, you're about to be taken. You know? Like, <laughs> That's so fucked up. You're just like, oh my God. Like, but he's on the ball, like recording yeah. everything. And all, it's like,
3: really cool that he, like, they have him r- maintain composure and like go through it as efi- efficiently as possible. Right. Because I mean, any other guy would just be like, oh fuck,
1: oh shit. Yeah. Like, and just
3: losing their mind. It's minds. actually
1: a really clever way to sort of like learn more about his character. Cause you have to imagine, like, if he's like a cool as a cucumber while his daughter is getting kidnapped, like this dude has seen some shit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, The CIA
1: guy must yeah. have been in some fucked up situations. Like what? Like what? No Woody Harrelson
0: sees in True Detective to make <laughs> <Right>? it-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just lose it. Yeah. yeah, just he's seen some yeah, dark right, shit. Like
1: I don't think I, I do think I could get the jack into the phone to record anything. I'd just be like
2: crying my ass. Yeah, just off, a mess. So. Well, and. I I really think it's an effective twist, even though obviously you know the movie's taken and she's going to get taken. The <laughs> fact like you think, okay, he's gonna have her like climb around over here and hide mm-hmm. in here and do this and do that, and then it just doesn't work out and she gets taken. But no, he just says right off the bat, You're gonna get taken, this is happening. Yeah. Uh you have no chance but try to give me some information. Yeah. So I can I have I have some kind of leads.
0: And he goes through a what is a really impressive voice analysis like you know i mean like his recreation once he actually gets to paris and he re-listens to the sequence over there gotta
1: talk about the guy he talks to on the phone though that part's phenomenal yeah (laughs) (laughs) where he's like finally got the guy on the phone and he goes through his whole speech of just like i'm a man with a particular set of skills and i if you let her go right now i won't do it like that is just awesome yeah i will find you and I will kill you. And I will kill you. Yeah. I was good so luck. after that scene, I was like, all right, like a hundred percent in. Like, well, especially when the guy right.
3: literally says, "Good luck." Yeah, You're like, well, luck. then it's coming. And he's like
1: the next day.
2: <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's
0: got him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like so fast. It's so red. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. No, it's just it's like one of those like perfect movies that like puts you in the shoes of someone you wish you were. Oh yeah You know what I mean Like someone who's just So effective At what they do That there's no question As to whether or not They're gonna get their man Like that's just Like the Like the most fun Type of popcorn flick You know Watching someone Just execute You know what I mean Literally and figuratively Mm -hmm. But uh but yeah, so like we get, once he actually gets to Paris and he like retraces all the steps and he's like fucking blade runnering it like super fast. Wasting <laughs> you know, no time. No time whatsoever. Like
1: he IDs the taxi guy and just one, runs right up and just starts punching the shit out of Yeah, like immediately. Like, there is no like, uh, like subterfuge or anything. Like they do the
3: whole thing where he looks at the photos and they don't enhance it, right? They just blow it up.
0: Well, no, he's on like one of those kiosk machines at CVS <laughs> yeah, right, or something, right. and he's just like zooming in, and that those sh- machines barely print, much less like that <laughs> you zoom in hand. But he, like he, uh, he sees the reflection of the guy of the runner who spots girls in mm-hmm. the airport in the bus. Bus stop, right? Because uh, yeah, he's taking window. a picture. Yeah. Right. Right. Which actually,
3: somebody m- somebody mentioned that there's a good con- continuity with this. That in that scene, you that you do see that reflection a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, oh, that's uh,
2: cool. Yeah, it, it it the the way the the whole scene was composed when he's like talking with the girls and taking the picture, you see the bunch the like the like it's like a bus bench covering mm-hmm. thing, like movie posters and stuff. But the way the the it's framed is you can see all the people who are passing by is reflection in it as they're Mm -hmm. walking by. It's like Mm. clearly this thing is getting reflections and he, now he's going to take his picture. So, I mean, it's a, it's a really subtle thing, but I felt like it was more believable Mm -hmm. and it was set up that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The scenario was like handled really well. It was just the, like the idea that he was getting all of this data, this shit equipment was like kind of funny, but, uh, but yeah, the uh, I did like the the recreation of her getting kidnapped though through him listening back to his own sure. tape and
3: like going under the bed and yeah. just kind of like piecing it together. Yeah, it was yeah. a
0: pretty clever way to like show like his abilities or his very particular set of skills. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then once we actually like dive into the the pursuit.
3: Wait, I mean, I guess was is that after when he's at the scene? Is that after he's he he tracks down the. The first guy?
0: No, 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 no. Cause no, because he no, cause the
1: finds the the phone with the picture on it under the bed, right? Oh, okay. And then he goes in, like, analyze, and, like, analyzes. And we definitely need to talk about oh, that. Oh,
0: absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he finds the guy's hair or something, or some sort of DNA on oh, the right, mirror. Oh, right, right. Yeah, like, these, he, he recreates it, and then he sees that it ends with, like, someone getting smashed into the mirror next to the bed and finds like whatever that evidence was. And it sort of leads him like on the right path or sets him to the right. Path. Cause
1: that's how he IDs who the guys on the phone is.
0: Yes. Right? Like yes. his analyst
1: is like, Oh, that's Marco. You know, oh, yeah. well, he sound, his, his dialect
3: is from a small town called Tripuya or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. They know specifically the village. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like crazy it's fucking CIA, man. <laughs> but that conversation is cool too, because like, Obviously the stakes are high. You know, she's gotten taken and like, you know, we don't know where she is or how any of this is going to go down.
2: And there's a ticking clock.
0: And there is a ticking clock. Yeah, the the guy who analyzes all of the footage for him or the all the audio says basically your window is you have 96 hours to find your daughter or she's gone forever. Right. Like It's actually
1: awesome to see her mom freak out in that scene too cuz she's been as you said like such a bitch or whatever yeah. like. And then She's been. She's just been kind of frustrating, and then and against him, and then <laughs> he's like, "How long? Like, you have ninety six hours until what?" She's never found, and she's like,
2: "Ah!" Well, <laughs> just like and when, out. And when she, he keeps pausing, and he says, "No, she needs to hear it. Like, like this is your fault."
0: Well, it's a well. That's what's so amazing about their dynamic is that he's so far right. And she's so far, <laughs> left. like she thinks there's literally nothing could ever happen to their daughter. It's like yeah. her her perspective on it is so great. Also, so. I
3: really want to mention just real quick when he comes in and he's like, I need a plane and blah, blah, blah. And the guy and like Alan... I think he's Alan, right? Stewart. Uh, Stewart. Yeah, Stewart starts giving him some guff and he just goes like, now is not the time for dick measuring, Stewart. makes <laughs> <laughs> like, such a funny, weird line <laughs> to throw in there.
0: I think it just it's funny, too, because of the way Liam Neeson says sure. it, because like, his accent's so weird. It just comes out really sort of like cornball. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So he's he's now on pursuit and then uh like like day 1 you said like right is when he finds yeah. the guy
1: like the day he lands he's in the room has found marco yeah. remember me you talked <laughs> to me yesterday or <laughs> Two days ago, or whatever, like the guy so from Chapulía in
0: the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and he's also parents.
1: like impersonating an uh, Interpol agent or something, <laughs> so Like so unconvincingly, well, like that he's not like a French guy. So I don't know. He's like, hey, what's up? It's me from the French police. How's it going? <laughs> it is the second day that he finds, yeah. Sure, the oh, is it? Sure. Yeah. The, the first
3: the, day he finds a guy in the airport and he has a chase there. Right. Oh, that's but right. Then he has to end up. He he, he ends up fucking oh, right. around with the prostitute right. and like mm. wasting your time and planting a bug on the pimp when the pimp comes yeah. and hiring a train. Yeah, the fourth translator.
2: Yeah, and he also he also meets with his French contact.
0: Yeah, which we yeah, which is the best scene in the whole movie, where he like right does he go to? Oh, that's later. That's later. Sure, the first time they
2: have like a cordial. A
0: oh, street meeting. side like meeting, right? Yeah, he's
1: like, "Don't yeah. run all over Paris," and he's like, "I'll tear down the Eiffel
0: Tower if I have to." <laughs> like, or it's like, "I'll tear it to the ground." Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> again, it was this is made Kill by French it. people. Kill like, it. it's so awesome. It's so great.
3: No, there's so many stereotypes. Like later on, you see the the French guy, the the police guy, and he's like walking home, and he's literally just holding a baguette in
1: his <laughs> yeah. hand. Yeah. Like, well, I think that's what's funny is this quote unquote American lands in France with zero respect like yeah. for anything yeah, yeah he's joking about tearing down eiffel towers like he's just does not give a fuck <laughs> yeah which is very much like an american attitude of being in paris yeah like zero consideration <laughs> yeah. for the country
0: that he's in yeah but you know i'm behind him i'm behind him like, i mean considering how disgusting this paris is <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> like tear it all down <laughs> but he finds like you know like do using his sleuthing he he gets to the basically like secret like safe or money house or whatever you want to call yeah. it uh, where what's what's the guy's name who, who who takes her who physically takes her Marco Marco, Marco. yeah yeah and uh, and then that that begins that scene which I mean
1: that's yeah. an awesome scene because he's pre- he's pretending to be a detective or whatever and you know like you know these guys are fucked and it's a really funny scene to just have him come in and shake them down and like toy with them basically mm-hmm. and I guess I think he's trying to suss out. Who
2: the guy on the phone is Right Yeah he's, but at, he's, he, well, cause he's asking him like like, Where are you from Right He's like trying like, to get him to say yeah, he's line. trying to get
3: everybody to talk And I think at the end He basically right. just says Like you're the only one Who hasn't talked And Well I'm he crazy.
0: gets him to say Like what does he say Good luck Oh right yeah yeah, yeah yeah. that's
3: right And yeah. then,
1: it, then he knows Like oh that's the guy
0: Yeah he has a note yeah. that he's like Oh uh, by the way Like could you translate this note That I have for <laughs> me Or whatever It's like such so, so transparent <laughs> Right but, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Consider he eliminated every other possible person. I'm sure he could assume that was Marco, but he just wanted to
3: be extra sure. This movie keeps reminding me; it just has these moments, these Kill Bill like wait, 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 moments where like like I it's, there's that when like he's listening to her and uh, get a, get taken, and then when he's like when he has him read the good luck, and he's just like staring at him, yeah. like <laughs> i just here it playing. It's like okay,
2: we're here, yeah, I'm about to fucking kill we, you. he's, he's, he's all. You don't remember me, do you? We spoke on the phone two days ago. <laughs> yeah. The book of Ocean oh, and the guy's face
1: is awesome because he's like, Oh my god, like he <laughs> well, found me and well, everyone I, freaks out. I out
0: would here. just love though that the guy didn't immediately recognize the voice. You know, like <laughs> right. okay, you you have to imagine you're this, distinctive. Yeah, you're this disgusting sleazy dude who all you deal with is just like human trafficking and all this fucked up shit. And then you'd think the memory of a guy being like, I have a very particular set of skills and I'm coming to yeah. kill you less than forty-eight hours prior, you'd remember that voice voice you
1: hear it all the time well like imagine (laughs) the reverse scenario say it was like a french guy going to america and you get a call like two days before a guy's like i am coming to kill you i am french and then the guy shows up like hello i am american it's just fucking impossible (laughs) it's like of course he would recognize
0: (laughs) yeah it's like so silly he says shake down as you say like But then he fucking does work. Yeah, and what and I have written down here is like Liam Neeson in first major scene does dad foo. <laughs> it's like, like a throat th- chop festival. Yeah, and it's
1: just like it's awesome. Just
0: murdering people. <laughs> dad foo. It's so awesome. Like, which is great because like we'll get to it in the other movies because they don't hold up or compare. But the kung fu in this movie is actually really good. Yeah, like the martial arts is awesome. Mm. It's, and the
1: fact that it's can, Liam Neeson doing it is, like, great. Yeah, you can tell that
3: they really put a lot of time and effort into him, like, getting those routines down. Because you can clearly see they didn't in the other ones. Like, by comparison, you know that the other ones were really rushed.
2: Yeah,
0: they the camera stays pretty wide for a lot of the action in this one. You know, you can see what's happening. Liam Neeson is clearly the one throwing the punches. You see contact being made. You know, it looks great. And then we'll get to it later. But yeah, the next movies, it's just that Paul Greengrass hyper cutting, or you can't sure. see what's going on. You don't know if anyone's getting hit or not. Like, so annoying. But. At least in this one, they put some effort in. It's it's yeah. really. And fun. there's a
1: cool like car chase I remember, like through the the sort of mining yard or whatever the oh, construction yeah, yeah. site. Yeah, that's one
3: of the one of the cooler kills in the movie. Obviously. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. The
1: dude, like runs into the bulldozer that yeah, just yeah. like fucks that car up. Just Takes the top half of yeah, that car, and you're like, top. "Well, that guy's
0: definitely <laughs> dead. <laughs> like, he does yeah. not have a head yeah. anymore." It's yeah. actually cool.
1: They don't even show you anything. It's just implied, like, "Oh, well, yeah, yeah. he's fucked. He's like, not coming.
0: <laughs> no one's walking out of that clean." <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's, it's a decent car chase. You know, it, it has a little bit the way it's lit and stuff has a little bit of a low budge feel. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a class like car chase, but it sure. it does what it well, it's needs. It's like dude.
1: GoPro cameras and that kind yeah. of thing. Huh? Yeah, yeah, hey, whatever, man. Yeah, you know, it. I'll it, take
0: it. It's it services. It's it's fine, but uh, and then I guess like what is the next major? I feel like in my mind it just goes from car chase to like on the boat. But there's, no, well, no, there's I, more than that. Like, what's I believe the,
1: the next thing that happens is he goes to the inspector's house yeah, to get so. a little more info, oh, which is yeah. the best part
3: of the yeah. movie
0: for me. I mean, it's way that, up there. It has to be argued. That's the best scene in the whole franchise. Like Ooh. It's
1: at least
3: the that, best that, moment. That taken
1: yeah. scene where his daughter gets taken is pretty fantastic. Yeah, but but I agree. I mean, it's certainly the most surprising story. Okay,
3: I mean, I guess we're in different categories here because the scene, this scene, is just like the best. Like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, it's the the most oh shit,
1: unexpected. Sure, yeah,
3: yeah, Yeah, it's real fun.
0: In case you haven't seen the movie and you're listening to this podcast, you have to understand that basically Liam Neeson is meeting with his French contact, uh, who's somewhere in the political sphere. He's a
3: higher up in the in in like. He's like like
1: former Interpol and now he's working private security but he's also like secretly in league with the the criminals. Yeah. right. And he has just some random line of like I have my percentage and they have their take and that's as far as it may- matters
0: to me. As and long as
1: my p- family's taken care of they can rape all these women. And <laughs> yeah, us- yeah.
0: It's like the worst justification. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you're horrible. <laughs> and the poor wife who you know it could be argued that how much she actually knows about what's going on She's but she seems pretty oblivious. She seems, seems pretty innocent. She's like
3: what's going on yeah, honey? I don't understand. Because she seems Him and she's like, Oh, it's so good to see you again. And he's he kind of like, kind of he doesn't acknowledge it, but he's just kind of like, Yeah, okay, I'm talking to your husband right now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, basically just whips out a gun and just says, Like, start talking. And he's or he's just like, You need to tell me the information I want to know. And he's just like, It doesn't work that way. Come on, let's just figure this out. He whips out a gun and shoots his wife in the arm. Yeah, just pulls trigger
0: out of nowhere. But I guess it's like, obviously, it's not the right thing to do, but it's certainly effective. You know, because well, I mean? it's the
1: first time he's harming an innocent. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, you're you're right in that. Oh, we don't know her involvement, but it's pretty clearly not much. Yeah. So it's just shocking that this guy who's basically been kicking bad guy ass is like, whoa, man. Yeah. Like shooting a like, poor woman will, in the
3: arm. I'm going to go ahead and devil's advocate <laughs> it here and say that that's not on him. It's on her husband.
1: Yeah. Sure. Because, well, I, I think it's just a clear demonstration of all the no fucks he gives. Yeah. Because he's like, my my daughter is a priority. Literally anything else yeah. does not matter. Right. Well, right. But like, I mean,
3: if he wasn't complicit and he was willing to help out against people that are literally like stealing, raping, and selling women, like if he wasn't protecting them, like that shit wouldn't happen. Sure. So, it's. I mean, obviously, he <laughs> shot a woman in the arm, but there were things that made him do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one's saying it wasn't motivated. Justified. <laughs> just- <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it's, well, that's why that scene is so fun, because you have all these weird layers of, like, ethical dilemma going on. It's like, you have this asshole who's, like, selling women into, like, being raped and human trafficking. But he's like, oh. Well, he's more just looking the other way. Like, yeah. it's not yeah.
1: he's personally doing
0: it. But well, might if you, as well, in my mind, sure. if you're oh, just yeah. looking at you're making it happen, yeah, too. sure. But uh, the fact that he's willing to do that for his own family and, like, kids and wife is insane. Because, like, like, even Liam Neeson says, like, well, what if it was your daughter, you know, like, right. out there or something? Like, how, how can you justify this? And then Liam Neeson is sitting here doing anything for his daughter, but in doing so is, like, fucking shooting innocent <laughs> women. Like, it's, like, this whole, like, weird dynamic. But I have to say, like, I've never... And in this type of movie, I've never been so caught off guard by a moment. Like, action, adventure thing, like, where I went just, oh, my fucking God, where did that come from? Like, my protagonist, my hero just shot a woman. (laughs) Like... And it's then
1: awesome. also to be like so behind it, because normally oh, yeah. I would just be mortified. But the, honestly, the reaction is like, "Fuck yeah!" Yes. Absolutely, you're <laughs> just
3: like, "Oh my god, get
1: shit yeah, done, Liam <laughs> Neeson." <decent. laughs> Which I feel bad for feeling that way, but like, it that's it's but he,
2: awesome. He, but you know, uh, he'll talk now, <laughs> and I yeah, like he that, just winged her. She's fine.
0: And like, it might be getting ahead of myself a little bit, but I love the fact that he does that. And there's no recourse later. Nothing. Like there's na- yeah. all the shit that he pulls like while he's oh. in Paris. He never gets any that kind of money. The yeah. That is
3: a <laughs> it's, it's like he literally does yeah. whatever he wants and then just and gets the
1: third fun.
0: one. It's completely insane. He just yeah. buys a bag of it.
2: bagels. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. So he gets the information he needs out of his French contact. After shooting this poor woman, <laughs> and then uses that to basically this is that is that the information that leads him to the boat?
2: Or I think leads to the him to auction, yeah.
3: yeah to he, the auction, he finds like the finds auction house and like crashes that party. Yeah, and he pretends
0: to
1: be like a waiter with like, "Here's your wine, sir." <laughs>
3: <laughs> classic, classic, like bullshit sleuthing. Never not
1: good, <laughs> and it,
3: it all goes awry when he sees his daughter up for auction yeah. and like. Pour over pours and gets it all over the guy, and then they catch on to him and do the classic Bond or like any Batman Bond villain thing, where they take him down to be like roughed up, and then they're like, "All right, kill him quietly," and then everybody I have leaves guessed. basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like two guys stay, I guess, but the main guy leaves and just yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't yeah. have to." Oh yeah, and he's like makes this big deal out of it. He's like, "Look." I understand I have a daughter too But you gotta You gotta know This, is business. this is business Yeah see, uh, God
2: it frustrates me so much
3: also,
1: Is he American? He's not like French
2: he right? He seems He's very a...
3: American He doesn't even have like a
0: British accent Yeah kind of he That was like
1: American. an interesting twist I'm like wait a minute Is this, this guy like American? Cause he was just kinda like I have guests hey, See you later man Like, just Yeah talk it's
0: not you. very clear It's not made clear It but... was us all <laughs> 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 we're, the, we're the Oh villains. my god <laughs> But yeah, like you said, the classic Bond villain mistake. He leaves, and then Liam Neeson just whoops his ass like out of that situation. We actually see well,
1: because he hears a gunshot, and then he's like, "What part of quietly did they understand?" It's, like, it's like maybe like, something's going
3: wrong. They're totally choking him to death when he leaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that's the point. So, like to hear a gunshot, you you you'd you have to just be like, "Well, something's going wrong." Like well, I think.
0: I guess what he's is going through his mind is that oh they got too excited and needed to let off a few like bullets into him like and then he
2: just went off I'm sorry (laughs) then
1: this man has the toughest sales pitch I've ever heard anyone have to give where (laughs) Liam Neeson (laughs) walks out with a gun and he tries to pull off this like hey man uh, let's just talk I'm sorry it's not personal it's just business you're just just like you're you're dead man like there's no way you're not dead if you were me you would (laughs) have done it too.
3: So we're the kill- same you and i <laughs> <laughs> like, he what? kills him in the elevator but how does he kill him like this is there especially a satisfying way yeah, shoots him. Shoots him. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. and then sends, sends it, back it up. down
1: yeah
0: i don't think we even see it happen it's just like i think doesn't it cut away and then you see the doors open yeah. and there's a woman scream yeah. it's like die
1: hard it's like oh a yeah. body
0: yeah which i was actually i was joking about uh, this while we were watching the movie in that you never see that in a movie where like a body gets revealed in that way. And then an, a bystander has to like acknowledge for the audience that someone is dead. It's always like a woman in a cocktail yeah. dress or someone who like gives out this like, like, you know, high pitched scream. It's never just a dude walking by and just go, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's like the average guy. Oh! <laughs> yeah, like, oh shit, dude, there's a body over there. <laughs> like, it's never been done in a movie. So hopefully someone will put that in one day. But, uh, yeah, so he gets killed off, and then, you know, next stage is, like, take it, take it. Well, so he forced the guy to buy his daughter.
1: Yeah. Which I guess they kept him, even though they, it was revealed that the whole thing was a sham, I guess mm. he kept the bargain. And then he takes her to Jabba the Hutt on the barge or whatever. <laughs> that guy, man. <laughs> like, the, like, like the minor sultan or whatever. Like, yeah. he is... That- I take it back. That's the best part of it.
3: <laughs> that just
1: one shot of him like laying on the bed with his hands out like, like Jeff, gesturing, Jeff Goldblum
2: he's, style. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's in like a a quote-unquote seductive pose, but it's just like it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Well,
0: he's literally the human version of hedonism bot from yeah. Futurama. Yeah. Just like the most disgusting possible person. He's like
1: the Colonel Kurtz of *Heart of Darkness*. It's like we've gone <laughs> so far down the rabbit hole. This is the
0: horror it, that's left. It like, ends on this boat <laughs> with who I, I dubbed him Jabba the Slut. Like just the most disgusting sexual He's creature. He's like
1: 500 pounds.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just huge and sweaty and just just the worst. Just the worst. Like, what was that casting call like? <laughs> to be like the the whore
1: Sultan, like the rapist.
0: Yeah. I want to see the people that got rejected from that.
3: <laughs> Sorry, you're too good looking, but you are just ugly and disgusting enough. You've got the
2: job, but G- gain twenty pounds and you've got the part. <laughs> but he
0: fights his way. There's like a like a quick car moment, like where he's zooming sure. through Paris, gets to the boat, and then like fights his way. And like well, he some, also well, the gets boat's the- taken off. The what? So the boat's t- taking yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I was going to say, he gets on the boat pretty rad because mm-hmm. he does, like, a jump tumble right into a guy like, and then snaps mm-hmm. his from, neck. From a
0: bridge. Yeah, yeah. like, all
1: yeah. in one move. It's like, wow, that's yeah. rad.
0: Yeah, it's like his entrance, it like getting, fi- <laughs> it's like, Job of the Sled is the Mega Man <laughs> boss at the end of like, um, it's the, like Bowser, yeah, like the best video game level ever, and like he just fucking wrecks people. Okay, like, if you're
3: gonna make that comparison, I'm just gonna go ahead and fine tune it a little bit. Okay, because he is he's the boss in Earthworm Jim, where it's the Goldfish at the end of the level <laughs> yeah. because it's not really much of a boss. Yeah, like it's like a big like beep beep fight fight, and it's just like sure. bullet,
0: like <laughs> yeah,
1: just that's dead. It. Well, the mini boss is way more action-packed. The guy with the blades, they, like, full-on raid it and, like, (laughs) fight each other. That's pretty rad.
0: Yeah, like, so fun. And then you go through, like, some really sweet martial arts, and then he just, like, Jabba the slut just gets taken, like you said, taken down (laughs) so easy. He's literally,
3: like, they have a standoff. They're staring at each other for a couple seconds, and then, like, Jabba says, like, we can and then this is yeah. done like he just yeah. pops him in the head and it's done and then he gets
1: What's well, another like waste of no time it's yeah. just like he's got him he's got him in his sights let's talk poof, like done yeah, yeah. which I,
3: I like the movies are doing that more and more like John Wick did that really well too yeah yeah um,
0: it's like this sort of transition towards like 80s they seem like 80s style scripts these ideas that they're just like (laughs) they don't give a shit they're not Mm -hmm. like trying to sell us that it's more than anything than what it is but like now we have like all this money and cinematography and like energy being put behind these scripts and it's like really fun i hope they like this continues for a while i think it will i think it
3: seems to be catching on
0: yeah i mean taken was really one of the first ones that really felt that way in this like new era of movies um in like the new millennium but you know like you said john wick is like is really good and dread. the re- dread yeah dread does the same it's just like just throw him in there get you know, just let him do work you know like in right
1: and it's not too complicated yeah, no. it's well, like couldn't be simpler. It's like it they doesn't... took my daughter. I'm gonna get my daughter. dreads like, oh, let's go into this building. We gotta kill this person. Yeah. We gotta just, it knows to exactly top. what yeah. it wants to be, and it executes it flawlessly. Yeah. and
3: that mm. and like and, and why wouldn't you want to do that? We love them for that. So yeah, it's great. You know, like
0: I, I don't know if you you guys all saw it, but I saw the Equalizer this year, and that one falls in the same category. Which is like, yeah. that movie should be nothing. Like it really should just be like, oh, that's forgettable. But it's just. Again, they didn't complicate it. He Denzel just plays this dude that knows how to get shit done, and he just does it for 90 minutes.
3: Have, have you guys seen that movie, actually? I
0: have not.
1: I need to see it, no. Oh, I, also, I also, believe it or not, this is having a daughter. I haven't seen John Wick either, which I know I yeah. need to see. Do, oh, it's fun.
3: Do both yeah. of those movies. I mean, I would say John Wick is um, has the edge, but The Equalizer, I mean, for how much I was expecting out of it, like I was really looking forward to John Wick, but like The Equalizer, I was kind of right. like, whatever. But they're both awesome
0: yeah but yeah so liam neeson saves his daughter like brings her back home safe and sound well i mean she did get doped up on heroin and got, <laughs> got sold into an underground market i'm sure that did no, some she's damage. fine man she's on no, no. a sunday
1: right at the end everything's fine yeah. once you
0: back to lax like no harm done <laughs> and she does her stupid goofy run back to her mom yeah and everything's like hunky dory again but uh yeah, it's just like you know, it just wraps it up in a night, nice, neat little bow, and like, is it the first movie they do the ice cream? Well, they, they do, they did it earlier in the movie. They do it in every movie. Well,
3: either. yeah, I think they end up at. Don't well, she, they end he up... takes
1: her to the musician's house, right? right. right. Yeah. Oh, that's she, right. She, she's yeah. getting her like lesson, yeah. which apparently didn't pan out because we never hear about it. Yeah, again, but... we
0: never talk about. It, which I guess is true. Most kids have dreams that they just give up on, yeah. it's fine. But, uh, but yeah, he gets, he takes his daughter to Shira's house and then, uh, she never becomes a singer.
3: (laughs) And that's the end of the movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and it's, uh, yeah. Overall, I'd say this was a movie that was way better than it ever had any right to be like, really? Oh yeah. Like somehow it was this fluke of a movie and it it just works.
1: And it officially kicked off Liam Neeson 2.0. Like (laughs) just the amazing era.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they're going to like try and start getting other aging actors to like, be action stars. Like
1: who would like, it be? I don't even know. Oh, They're Harrison Ford, Ford been, Bruce Willis.
3: They've done that for a long time. But those, yeah, but, but those they, guys are always a, action stars. But the stars. thing about
1: Liam Neeson is, like, he was never anything like close to an action star. I mean, he was in like Dark well, Man. Maybe like that's about as close. Dark
3: Man, get. Star
1: Wars. Yeah um, Qui-Gon was is it, not was an it,
3: action star it, Didn't Rob <laughs> like, Roy
1: have like a big
3: Like
0: huge maybe, fight He had a I sword guess. fight I mean he was yeah. known
1: for like Oscar Schindler And like dramatic And like love actually And He's independent like, like,
0: like type yeah. Like drama stuff Like I know If you had asked me like 12 years ago Like what, what kind of careers Liam Neeson had I would never think action That would be the last thing on my list I would have put him in but uh but yeah it's like if benedict cumberbatch like was just an ass kicking
1: like action dude
0: yeah like in so his make twilight any- years yeah
1: like but he's like 70 and like <laughs> kicking ass yeah <laughs> it just makes no sense
0: yeah well I, we're all thankful that this happened so uh yeah so uh i guess we can move on to taken two which came out in 2012 You know, like John, you might be a little bummed, but I remembered seeing this in theaters and it just being the most fun. Like, oh, we had a blast. Oh yeah,
3: it was. We saw it at the ArcLight Center on the dome, and there was like it was like maybe a quarter full. Yeah, and we were (laughs) all just on the same page. Yeah, like everybody was just
0: yucking it up, having a great time. I just remember being like the funniest, and watching it this time, it. Wasn't as funny as I remembered it being. Like, well, I told you,
1: if you recall, when we were about to do the marathon, you were like, two's better than one. And I went, uh, I don't know about that. Like, that was my first reaction. Two's funnier than one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, two's more on the scale of the bad. Yeah. Like, the funny, bad stuff is, in two is fantastic. Yeah. The way good funnier. side is not as strong.
0: Yeah. It's pretty dull, actually. <laughs> like,
2: and, and, I mean, just like the frustration things in the first one as far as, the villains motivations The the villains in this story like They justify What they're doing but the justification Is <laughs> yeah totally but still. Backwards. That, that part's actually great well, I think the I mean, villains and
1: their justification Is like one of the best parts of the movie Because the movie opens with just bodies Coming home <laughs> Like everyone Liam Neeson is murdered And then this like this guy just holding Dirt and like throwing it over a grave And just be like we will get him <laughs> Well, no. Couldn't have started better. The, it, it all boils <laughs> down to, with my favorite losing argument, when you're
3: clearly in the wrong, but you just go,
1: yeah, but still.
3: Like, you just... That's the way you feel, and you're going to go ahead and just press onward, but there's not Markle a lot of logic. was my son. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you have to imagine that, like, we discovered in the first film that the people who are running this operation were mostly from this small town, Chapulia, and that it being such a small village, <laughs> that... <laughs> If you kill 15 people from Jabuya, that's like a <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: lot of Jabuya dead. So, it honestly was never a concept like for a sequel to one of these types of movies that I would have expected, but you'd have to it makes me wonder why this type of plot doesn't come up more often. Like when your <laughs> right. hero murders a bunch of people, <laughs> why that revenge like wouldn't, you know, that revenge scheme wouldn't be like forefront in the next stage of his life? Like of course the guy who's like seven sons you killed is going to want to come after you. Um,
1: well, it's an incredibly intelligent way to solve the sequel problem. Because like your first quest is like, taken too. <laughs> like, what, are they taking her again? It's almost like that diehard, like, how did this happen twice? Duh! You know, and it's like... But it makes sense because you're like, oh, okay. like They're motivated by the events of the first film and you can sort of buy it. I mean, it's still insane, but, yeah. but it yeah. at least kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's not... Like, you can see the logical path you to get there, like, how you get there. But the execution, the way it's, like, presented is, like, <laughs> really goofball.
2: It's like, you know, we're, we're rapers and sellers and traitors of women. But we have wives who we love. <laughs> right. you, you, like you, you rob the, all the wives and children of their fathers and husbands, like, you
1: kidnap kids
2: <laughs> and you do horrible things to if them. Anyone deserves to die. Yeah. <laughs> These people, like, did. but they had families too. It's like, they had families. <laughs> what are you talking about? But
1: they address it. There's like a big scene in the end of the movie where he's like, I just, it is my son. I, what can I say? You know, it's like, he doesn't have much of a defense.
0: Yeah. He has no defense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. He doesn't even try it's the least righteous act like ever, ever made.
0: <laughs> So I guess just to set up what the other than the revenge concept of the film, uh, what the the plot is, is that their family relationship like Stewart still exists. Right. But their family dynamic has eased. (laughs) Uh, the tensions of ease sure. Since Liam Neeson Flew across the world And murdered a bunch of people And saved his daughter From certain death uh, So the mother is a bit more forgiving well, you get a
1: lot of clout
0: After you yeah. do that Yeah Cause
1: like for the end of time You can just go Yeah remember that time I saved my daughter's ass When you were wrong Like. Yeah
0: Yeah so I maybe missed A couple events and Like when she was growing up But then she's still here Because of me yeah. So Ends every argument <laughs> Basically So he now has more access To his daughter's life Than he he did before like she's more forgiving of it and uh in having to take a trip uh to do another security detail because um, he's now
3: back in the game
0: yeah he's basically yeah. like more active in his job as well now um having taken this trip around the world again um the mother and daughter um essentially want to get away and go on a mother-daughter trip because the Stewart uh, mother relationship is starting to fail um, she's like i can't take it anymore you know all the fighting everything and uh he they they basically meet up in in a new city where they
1: surprise him yeah <laughs> in the hotel lobby yeah. <laughs> well but it just makes
0: no sense
1: they had the help of his friends mm. i yeah i guess but he was like on his way out the door and he was like oh thank god you just found me because i was about to leave like
0: yeah it was not well planned, but it all worked out in <laughs> the end. It's just, yeah.
1: a, it's like a movie scene yeah. where it's just conveniently, oh, hey. Like.
0: It's like in Step Up All In when <laughs>
1: right.
0: when the girl shows up and sees Moose kissing yeah. her in the hotel lobby, like, at the exact moment. Right. Uh, but, yeah, they show up, and the daughter essentially tries to set up this scenario where she's trying to get them back together. Right. Um, she, she wants her family to be whole again.
3: I didn't just fall off the turnip truck. <laughs> I know what you're doing, which
0: we all thought was a made up and bullshit, but apparently that's a saying like, that's a real thing. People no, say, it's not <laughs> John <laughs> it just, will not admit no, to it, but. I, I
3: typed in just fell off and then Google
1: just went the turnip truck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys talk about turnip trucks <laughs> and then
1: the next line of text was taken to <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. But uh, in them, like the Famke Jensen and Liam Neeson going on their, like, day trip together because the daughter wants to sit by the pool and just chill out. She's tired. Uh, (laughs) the, The mother and father, like, immediately get taken like oh, yeah. yeah like the-
1: well that, that, so they're on they're trying to get him and then Liam Neeson who has like spidey sense and just immediately yeah. knows that they're trying to kidnap him yeah with no information he's just like go out here and take a left and a right and go to side streets and giving <laughs> these like crazy directions to his wife doesn't even explain to her what's going on,
2: and refuses like, to tell her, which I think is like really yeah. interesting. What's happening? What's happening? Just shut up and listen to me. You know, I take two lefts, right, look for a red sign, <laughs> knock four times, climb the ladder. Yes, take
0: the hot air balloon out of it, and she gets it. She remembers it yeah. real quick. Yep.
2: In six years, I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> Get a job selling. But yeah, he
0: sends her on her way to like try to get her to safety to basically to get back to the hotel to get back with the daughter in case anything's happening to her there. And uh, he's going on like basically like a decoy mission to like, you know, like I got to figure out like who who this is. Let me try to escape while like diverting so you can get to safety. And uh, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. The, the, that plan just falls apart.
3: Well, it goes okay for him. It's just they get her. And so he's putting up a good fight. And then they basically show up with a gun to her head mm-hmm. and say, like, okay, stop fighting or we're going to shoot your ex-wife in the head.
0: Yeah. And we, and this is the first example we get of Liam Neeson's martial arts in this movie. And it has taken a dive. It's real
3: <laughs> slap. Taken a dive. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just not... You can tell Liam Neeson's aged, like the four years haven't been too kind to him.
1: I honestly think it's less his skills and more, like you mentioned, the frantic editing that sort of enters this movie. I think that whoever shot and edited the first film did an incredibly intelligent job of like selling mm-hmm. his moves that I'm sure he was doing the same shit he did in the first movie. <laughs> they just made it better. Mm-hmm. So the second one, since there's so many angles on it, you can just kind of see through it a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. You know what his moves remind me
3: of in this? You know the Kean peels sketch of like I I'm I mean I'm, I'm retired. Yes. Where he's like trying to disarm him, and he's like disarm. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like really slow but like <laughs> intentional about stuff. That's exactly how Liam Neeson moves in this where it's just like Ugh.
0: Yeah. Uh, like there's it's just like, like there's a delay. Yeah. There's a delay on everything.
2: Right, but when you're cutting so fast and just zooming the camera around, and you can't see what's happening.
0: Yeah, it's just it's not interesting action, so it's the movie already loses a a factor of entertainment right there like it just doesn't engage as well as the first movie oh, does but Marshall it picks Repres. it
1: right back up when yeah. he makes his phone call
0: <laughs> yeah you want to explain they allow <laughs>
1: like for some really i don't yeah, know i didn't get why they let him do it it's
3: <laughs> weird that they they tie him up and they know that he's like this raging ass kicker who like anally raped all of paris <laughs> and then they just like well he's tied up and hanging from a pole so i guess Let's all get lunch, and they just leave him <laughs> hanging there. But
1: but before that, the scene where he's on the phone with his daughter.
3: Well, it no, because that that's no no, no 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 no. They got me, they got they got a gun You're to right. his wife's head. Yeah. Right. He, they're
1: sitting there. He's given up, and they just allow him to take 20 minutes to like pull a phone out, call his daughter, and then he's just like, "Hey, honey." your mom and I are about to be taken. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't like when we were in the theater, I just lost it. Cause yeah. I, cause I didn't know. Like I just right, assumed they take his daughter again. Yeah. So this super twist of like him and his wife are getting taken and his daughter's not like, that was awesome.
0: Yeah. And plus the sheer laziness <laughs> of like the rewrite of that line is super awesome. are about to, to me. be taken.
3: <laughs> well, it's the same kind of Hollywood mentality of why they have to say some form of, I'll be back and come with me. If you want to live sure. in every Terminator movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it just—it was just so they didn't finesse it at all. <laughs> it was like, "We're about to be taken two, <laughs> as well <laughs> two somewhere I don't know." <laughs> but uh, it sets up this dynamic now that the daughter is essentially for at least one act of the movie oh, yeah. now the hero protagonist. That's the best part. Yeah. Hands down. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: For like grenading. Around yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well So yeah he While he's now uh, Sorry The phone call I thought you were talking about Was the one where he has like Yes the, He has this like spy phone, spy or phone or That yeah. he ends up getting in like Out of his shoe or something And kicks it up to his hand While he's hanging from his pole And I guess they they cut Fomka Jensen in such a way That like she's going to bleed to death Over like Yeah
1: they like slit her Throat, but not an artery, maybe, but like they she's still bleeding. There's a yeah, ticking clock on his wife. And she's where, got a bag over her
2: head yeah. and they're like, it's gonna fill up. blood. I didn't know if she was gonna choke on the blood or no, she's just know, gonna drain. She was like- just
0: gonna drain. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. They 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 hung her upside down. It's pretty rough. Then, yeah.
3: In front of them. So yeah, there's a ticking clock on her. But anyway, he calls his daughter and then starts like using uh crazy like he, he, he gets a he gets her to get a compass on a map and he, like starts having <laughs> her like draw circles and like do do the circles interconnect anywhere and he's like she's like yeah two places and he's like okay it's somewhere It's either one of those two places why don't you just go into my room get a bunch of grenades and just start lobbing them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a modern city like, this is not. Is anyone like, on the roof
1: of the parking lot? It's like, <laughs> no, it looks clear. All right, throw some grenades. Pretty- <laughs> and then <laughs> she yeah. blows
3: up cars.
2: <laughs> yeah. Was, and, like, and you know, the whole
3: purpose of this is just so that he can echo locate where she is. Because, like, he hears the explosion on her end and then counts. Well, he's yeah,
1: like, he's like so Yeah. Like, he knows yeah. how, like, the mileage of, like, how far away she is. Well, because well, he knows, he, he knows like, how fast soundtrack.
3: Right. Because you can just count. Well, so I mean, it's just like
0: lightning and thunder. Like, when you yeah. see lightning strike, if you count, it's like that's approximately the mileage away it is. The Number of seconds it takes to get to you. But- so
3: yeah, so he's he's <laughs> having her run around on the roofs of different buildings, throwing grenades and like going and basically playing like hot, cold, uh, hotter, colder mm. with
1: <laughs> Which is like the only Only a scene like this Could happen in a movie Where you're an American And you're like Oh they're in a foreign city Like can you imagine Like a foreigner Running around L.A. Just like throwing grenades (laughs) around Like you'd be stopped So fast Or
3: you'd at
0: least hear A police siren somewhere (laughs) Yeah yeah. Doesn't
2: like nothing happen Nothing happens (laughs) Zero Like er everyone's just kind of Like looking up in this guy People hear something (laughs) Yeah it sounded like a grenade Yeah people get very kerfuffled Jimmys get rustled But that's about it
0: (laughs) Yeah Oh another grenade went off today <laughs> at my hotel no big deal like it, it's like brazil you know it's yeah, just like yeah. they're used to the yeah. fact that like grenades and bombs are going off but uh yeah so she's lobbing grenades like they're <laughs> fucking candy like <laughs> like it's just easy peas to echolocate and she in doing so i mean by the scripts doing it works like she sure. man, they managed they manage, she managed to locate liam neeson at one of those two locations and then um, he
1: like lights a fire to to so she can see the smokestack. He, he, he and breaks the like... steam.
2: Well, first he gets loose, right? right. Um, and then he breaks a steam pipe. Uh, That's right. And it's venting up, and she drops uh, one of his guns down the chute. Look, which... look for the chimney with
1: steam. You know, yeah. apparently no other chimneys going. And...
0: <laughs> well, not that not a, that have been echolocated by right. grenades. You have to understand. <laughs> I mean. I wish I could
3: convey how funny and how much we were laughing it, 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 when we first watched this. Like, oh, in theaters, when, when, it was unbelievable. When, she, when, she, he, when he's just like, "All right, start running around and throwing grenades," we were all just like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> like, that's so crazy.
0: I As I, I don't know, it's well, it because was, it is. It's bonkers. Like, it, see, that's the thing about um, movies that I. That I really enjoy at the end of the day when we're like all watching movies together and doing cinema marathons like those moments like are really important to get through franchises and just in, actually in the first time we saw it in theaters too because it's that's something I would never come up with like if you told me Matthew write a spy movie or some sort of actioneer where a person gets kidnapped and you're trying to locate them not in a million years. Could I have come up with the idea, have the daughter just start throwing grenades in the middle of the city? Because my mind immediately goes to the logic of, well, what are the consequences of throwing grenades in the middle of a city? But they just didn't give a fuck, you know? That's what's so fun about these types of movies. You know, it just lets all of that go and
2: takes you on a journey I would have never have expected. And couldn't know? the same effect be done by firing the gun? Absolutely. But no, no, nah, because he well,
1: he's he's deep down in the basement. You know, he needs a loud sound. He's an old man. He can't hear too well.
0: Guns aren't that loud. There wasn't a gun big enough in the murder case to, <laughs> I, well, to get to him. Here's
3: what it is. She's I mean, he needs that
1: gun and all the ammunition for her to drop down. So also guns, especially, you know, like automatics like that aren't that. Loud, They're like, pretty
3: loud. They're pretty
0: loud. Yeah, but, but oh, like but, across town, loud, like no way. Four miles underneath. I mean, if, if he's got a magnum in there or something, you would hear. You would That's, hear. Okay, a you magnum. know what?
3: Like a nine milli or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you probably. That's it, what I'm saying. You know,
0: it'd be like you wouldn't you know. be able to hear that. Like
3: I,
1: I, I guess so. Like if you go. This to, wasn't like a dirty hairy gun. It like was our, like you know, just like a normal
3: gun. The outdoor firing range we go to. Yeah, yeah. Like you, it, it's already pretty muffled, but like when you're in the parking lot. I
0: guess yeah. I yeah that's so true it so, good. so we're all no, in it, a, we're all in agreement that the grenade was the right thing. Oh, it was required. Yeah. there you go <laughs> grenade was the right way uh, but yeah so she makes it to his location he gets the gun just in time like at the split <laughs> second he needs to get the clip in oh that's right because the clip went down separately
2: or it either broke out on impact or she dropped him separate
0: yeah and he's like scrambling to get the clip in the gun right before the door opens and he has to like kill his way out essentially
2: <laughs> And leave his wife dead (laughs) Yeah (laughs) just abandons her Yeah like Like fucking whatever Yeah he, he he lowers her down so she's at least Not going to bleed out Well yeah but his priority is get to his daughter Get his daughter safe Come back for his wife
0: which I think the wife would be appreciative of in the long run, but yeah. it is still kind of fucked up. <laughs> like he doesn't know who's going to roll in that room 20 I, minutes later. I would have later. appreciated
1: some effort, you yeah.
0: know, like at
2: least an attempt to pick her up or something. Hey, Quagmire just walks in, dear diary. <laughs> <laughs> but.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a, definitely a precarious position to leave her in. But uh, so he, it's now his like job to get the daughter to safety And we go on this sort of this, which is to me the best car chase in the franchise. Oh, right. I mean, definitely. Like the daddy teaches daughter how to drive while while escaping international terrorists. Take the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Your
3: first driving lesson. We're going to go ahead and storm an American embassy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because he will – basically, right out of the gate, he shoots a cop. Oh Yeah. yeah. Like to like, which I don't quite understand. Like well, I think gotta it's, go. <laughs> it's um, but why?
3: Somehow he ends up procuring a cop car. Is that before he? Is that after he? He shoots the he shoots a cop and takes his car right. Dude, no, he's in he a kill, taxi cab. Did he,
2: he kill
1: the
0: cop or just like maim? The no, cop? he maimed. He okay. shot a cop.
3: Yeah, he <laughs> shot him. But
0: I don't know why. It's like couldn't he've even like, hey, I'm a CIA agent. There's people who've kidnapped us. I don't think he had us. the
1: time to explain. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. You
1: quickest should. solution i mean he's willing to shoot like a poor old lady yeah like, you know what i guess was? the cops all right i think it was him being rough with the taxi driver and the cop
0: goes like
3: hey what's going on here And he just goes i don't have time for this bam okay i think that's what the i think that's what leads to police being after him
0: okay and i guess there's potential considering the district that that cop was in that he could have been paid off <laughs> like or that he was a part of it i so suppose Was he an
1: officer in a taken movie?
0: If so, he's probably not good. (laughs) He probably has a whole basement full of women tied up, probably.
1: Clearly in the
3: Taken franchise, the only police officers that are worth that are trustworthy are the American
0: ones. Yeah, the American ones. They're good. (laughs) Um, in L.A., not a corrupt town <laughs> at all. But. This is the shining example of police officers. Yeah. <laughs> so they go on the daddy-daughter car chase, which is like my favorite. Like in this movie, it's so funny. Like they just <laughs> were they like outrunning the train? He's like punch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And plus the fact that she's like supposed to be seventeen or eighteen now and still doesn't have didn't ever get a driving lesson. I think well,
3: is how it is. Stick. So, which
0: whew. they which they don't justify. It's no, she doesn't know how to drive. She hasn't gone for her driver's test yet. Remember, because that's what the end of the movie is. Uh, she, I think she does know how to drive. If you watch the
1: film,
3: she's driving quite well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's weird. She's seventeen in the first movie. What the fuck? And she gets a horse, but she doesn't have a car.
2: Yeah, in LA. What?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's
3: It's really it, weird. You gotta
2: learn to ride before you can drive. <laughs> I've
3: never ever i had not realized that until that. that's very strange yeah. that you would get a horse at 17 instead of a car
0: yeah it's all mucked up it doesn't make any sense but it does serve for a really fun scene
2: i didn't get my license until i was 18 oh really yeah what the fuck is wrong with you richard
0: did you get to get your first lesson during a terrorist incident <laughs> oddly enough yes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely Uh, But yeah, she's like killing it though in this car chase, which is also pretty awesome. Like she's like learning to drive, but she, yeah, she's like pulling like drifts (laughs) around corners. She's driving a stick shift Mercedes, like, you know, like in these small streets, like so great. And then ultimately, oh, I think my favorite shot actually during the sequence is she pulls like a 360 power drift spin just to the right angle that he can put the gun out the window and like take these dudes out. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like a bad boys two moment, like perfectly executed. Uh, and then they the car chase is happening because they're trying to hit to the American embassy. Mm. And uh, he I guess he phones ahead and lets them know <laughs> that they're gonna be bashing through the American Embassy. Yeah.
2: I don't remember him phoning ahead to them, he, right?
1: He does he? he does. he gets on the phone.
0: He gives them some kind does he of, he let
1: warning. his like CIA buddy know maybe or something?
0: Some sort of, um, like, uh, Person at the embassy, he contacts, uh, and, and
3: the word is not out by the time they get there. But there is somebody there who knows, like, oh shit, these people coming, we need to not shoot them. But like, well, they, do, they do shoot, shoot at them. them. No, there's one person there that knows that with a fifty the, cal. But the word, <laughs> yeah. the word has not gotten out. So like, basically, once they're in and they sur- and they survive, then they'll probably be okay. But like, everybody else is basically the
0: memo got to the guy in the booth who controls the control arm for the entrance because they barrel through that fucking thing (laughs) and you'd like to think that they didn't murder somebody in doing you know in doing so but uh but yeah they're they're lobbing 50 cal bullets at (laughs) them as they drive through the american embassy entrance and then like all is well like like at least for the moment
3: they get Swiss cheese. Their car gets hit with the 50 cals all over the place, and they just duck, and they're
0: fine. Yeah, they're fine. No, that 50 cals yeah. not that strong. It's not
3: that powerful.
1: And unfortunately, it's it's kind of almost the actual climax of the movie. For me, it is. Because it like 30, 45 minutes left yeah. or something, and it, it sort of tapers oh, on. Oh, there's there. nothing after this. Yeah. I mean, there's like a showdown in a, at a, what is it, like a Russian spa or something, yeah. but...
0: Yeah, he go well, he has to go back and actually save Amka Jensen. Now. Right. Like right. so there's that. There's the whole like relief of that and getting her to safety. Um, but essentially he has to he has to deal with the problem. Like, even though his like wife and kid are safe now, sort of. <laughs> right. Like, he's like knows that this guy would never stop coming after him. So he's like, I gotta go put this guy to bed, you know? And uh yeah, we get a real lackluster final It's fine. It's just not, like,
1: great.
3: I can't remember a single thing about it other than just, like, the exchange that he has with the main bad guy.
1: It's just him. Like, there's a couple of, you know, Indiana Jones-esque, like, strongmen that he, like, fights and stuff. Well, there's one dude
0: who's, like, really short. They give him right, like sort of, like, that right. mad dog fight where it's, like, yeah. this little dude who's, like, you know, really good. But they're good. not, like,
1: that memorable. He just kind of fights and punches and knocks guys out. And, but yeah. nothing where you're like, oh,
3: shit. He, he kills
1: one of them by, like, pushing his head against a wall. That part's okay.
2: Yeah, that's the
0: main bad guy is yeah. who he kills by doing that. Right. Who,
2: who, okay. who he finds just by calling by calling his cell. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he takes a cell phone from some guy, and I guess he just looks... Because he's dialed the last number called. He's probably the most important person. Yeah. And you just hear, like, the phone ringing, and you see the guy going, oh, crap. I didn't <laughs> put it on vibrate.
0: Yeah, so he goes through, wrecks a few dudes, and again, really lackluster action, and then gets to the final martial arts between, like, these two older guys, which is kind of, yeah, in concept, kind of cool. You know, the fact that it's, like, you have these two, like, elderly dudes, like, duking it out is, like, kind of well, neat. Do you
1: think the idea, and I don't think it actually comes across, but do you think the intent was something like oh here's these two old men with their children and they're like fighting about their because ch- it's like liam neeson's daughter is important to him and this guy's his son is important to him oh absolutely was it supposed to be this like oh man this big showdown but it's like i don't know yes really... these two
0: like patriarchal like symbols like yeah, you know you yeah. have the one who's like the symbol of good and then you have the guy who's like the symbol of evil right, he's like the dark
1: liam neeson or something, yeah, yeah but
0: they're both that at, at at the end of the day, they're both dads. Like that, <laughs> that's like really like the theme sure. of this fight, and uh it just turns out that Liam Neeson's just too fucking rock diesel for this <laughs> dude, and like just he's like it's it's actually the actually the only really cool moment for Liam Neeson in this movie, where he basically gives him the option of like let's just let bygones be bygones, even though this dude like. Hurts children, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is like weird. It's like I'll let you go, man. Do keep murdering well, and raping. The, his
3: whole thing has been from the beginning. Like he, he, in the very first in the very first movie, when he was talking on the phone, he said, "Let my daughter go, and I will not come for you." And he yeah. didn't. He and, and like I take that to specifically mean do whatever you want with the other woman but just right. leave my daughter
1: alone. He just wants the threat gone. Yeah. Like he yeah. wants his family safe. That's all that matters.
0: Yeah. It's sort of the opposite mentality of which you yeah. haven't seen. It's not a spoiler thing but the opposite mentality of the equalizer. Okay. The equalizer, he's like, I see any kind of injustice. I will go to the ends of the earth to <laughs> like end you. Like cool. no matter what. Wesley Mason's like, you're right. It's like, as long as my daughter's cool, whatever. <laughs> like, Yeah. Like he's not
1: writing. I mean, I guess he's kind of writing writing wrongs but like he leaves 8 million slave girls oh, yeah. in Paris in the first movie like he just rolls right through like it's not like he yeah. saves the day which
3: now you know what I, you're yeah. totally right the equalizer he is not
0: no <laughs> definitely not which but now that we're t- discussing it in this way it makes me realize that he really isn't that much different than the french guy in the first movie
3: yes actually sure. I was just thinking no. that
0: cuz he's like as long as i'm okay and my daughter's okay yeah. then i don't care what
3: happens the di- the, i think the distinction is that he is not involved in it he is yeah. only Temporarily well, in be that world tank, yeah. And he's trying He's in that world To solve one problem Yeah and Then he is gone
2: Yeah okay. But once what? you got a taste <laughs> And
1: also the only girl He ever helps I mean Grant This is going back To the first movie but the girl he like Rehabs and t- It's all just to get Information about yeah. his daughter It's not like he's like Let me take care of you and then the second he's got it, he's like, bye. <laughs>
2: just like leaves. Yeah. He's kind of a piece of yeah. shit
1: actually.
0: But, uh, yeah, he gives him the option of just like walking away. It's like, you know, let's just both turn around and go our separate ways. <laughs> and then when the dude clearly tries to pick up the gun, he drops, well, he puts d- the gun down.
3: Yeah. And in the gesture of like, Hey, Let's just, uh let's call it quits, okay?
0: Yeah, bygones be bygones. And the dude tries to kill him, but he doesn't know that the bullets have been removed. Classic Nissan. Yeah, in this. Yeah, doesn't series. he do it again
3: where he's just like, yeah, yeah he, he does it at he the just dinner scene. He flicks the bullets out. Yeah, he like... flicks the bullets out of his hand. And
0: Cause... then, in a really cool-headed way, just puts his hand on the dude's head, and then sort of slow pushes it into <laughs> just death. <laughs> yeah.
2: he, he pushes his head into a coat hook. Yeah. So, like, yeah. like, just like that, like, empty part of, like, the back of your skull just...
0: But, but not, like like yeah. Josh was saying when watching, he's like, "Well, that was really anticlimactic." <laughs>
2: yeah. But I actually like it for that reason. It just shows how
0: <laughs> fucking hardcore he is. Yeah. It's like it's, it's not like even fun, whatever. It's <laughs> not even effort for this character. He just goes ugh, and you're dead. It's like Ir- <laughs> Room Jim <gym>, pulling <laughs> the goldfish out of the tank and yeah. just eating it. Yeah, it's just like you're over. I'm done with you. Kind of kind of mentality. But uh, yeah, really a lackluster ending to what was a great second act. Sure, <laughs> a really good second act. But, uh, but that's classic, like sequel, you know, it's like, you
1: never, almost never going to be as good as the first one. And raid so that's, two. that's not so well,
0: right. Sure.
1: Well, the raid two is really intelligent because they, they shift gears. Like they don't make, I mean, it's an action movie just like the first one, mm-hmm. but they make a different kind of movie. Yeah. yeah. Entirely. It yeah, is it's way more like plot focused and way they make it more like a crime epic yeah. than just this like balls to the wall action. They make intelligent choices. But, like, Taken 2 is just trying to be, like, another Taken. They're not, like, changing anything about Mm -hmm. it, really. Yeah, yeah. So, ultimately, it's, you know, it's just not going to be as good. But it's still fun.
0: It certainly gets into the, you know, into the fun, into the action stuff, like, pretty quick. It's just not... It's just not executed as well. Like it's just you know. But well, also doesn't live up to repeat
1: viewings as well because yeah. those those scenes that are just insane, like the grenades and stuff, for the first time you watch it, it gets this huge reaction you're like, oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> and then when you watch it again, it's like you know it's happening, so it doesn't sustain you with like the high caliber quality of the awesome stuff in the first movie. Yeah, you don't yeah. get the absurdity of it. Yeah, like, the shock value yeah, is yeah. one
0: off. Uh, worn off for it. Anything else major about Taken Two? Everything's fine. Go home. Where do
1: we go from here? <laughs> well. Two kidnappings.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, do you have a third? One and
1: what happens? <laughs> well,
0: yeah. So this movie was directed by, uh, Taken 2 was directed by Oliver Olivier Megaton is his name. <laughs> Megaton. I, Megaton. And we looked yeah. up his picture on IMDb. He... <laughs>
1: mega <Make> douche. <laughs> like, <Aww. you're>, like,
0: <laughs> mega boring. Yeah. Like He's just like this, like sort of like know nothing dude. But you, like, when I hear that name, I picture this like, Adonis,
2: you know, like this dude, this like—is that mem- his real name? No way. Like, he just changed his fucking name to Megaton. It's gotta be oh, a, of, a of the, the Connecticut Megatons. <laughs> <laughs> is
1: he like French? He's like Megotin. Like, is like so? He's French.
2: Yeah, he's
0: a protege of Luc Basson. Like, is it
1: a name that makes more sense in French? Like,
0: no, I don't think it's just think It's just bullshit. But it's pretty awesome. It sounds pretty great. I put him in the same category as Chaos. What With G mcg and chaos ballistic x versus ever that those people uh but yeah so he he took the franchise down a notch with two and then i guess we can now move on to the other movie he directed the third movie in the series which is taken three or i guess in some advertising campaigns take (laughs) three um which came (laughs) out (laughs) freaking to three which came out in 2014 technically on imdb but really 2015 Uh, yeah, this movie kind of, to me, sucked. <laughs> this is a flat line. Yeah. it's really not a lot I'm to not. It.
1: I mean, I'm not going to defend it that hard. I don't think it outright sucked. Like, there was stuff I liked about it. I think the first warning sign is... was Now, was it PG-13? I, I feel like it was close. There, there, no, actually. There
2: was not much blood. Because
1: it was way less violent than the yeah. other two. That, to me, was... But, you know, you know, it's interesting. Like, I had sort of gotten a whiff and a wind from people that saw this movie that it was not very good. Mm-hmm. And seeing the trailers for it and stuff, I sort of got... I very quickly gleaned that his wife was dead and he yeah. was, like, falsely accused of her murder. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was a cool way to go. So I just looked at it. I was like, oh, this is, like, the fugitive, mm-hmm. not, like, taken... So then when I went into it, I had this attitude of, like, I'm just going to watch, like, a Liam Neeson remake of The Fugitive. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't bring this expectation of, like, this will be taken. Because as a taken film, it's an absolute failure. Yeah. But as, like, a funny Liam Neeson weird movie, like, I don't know. I, I thought it was somewhat entertaining.
0: Well, it for me what doesn't work about this movie within the universe of taken is that you have two movies that establish this guy can pretty much do whatever he wants <laughs> right. on an international scale get away with it without any repercussions and then for him to come back home to la his hometown his home base of operations and to have like the murder of his own wife poorly framed against him horribly
2: horribly <laughs>
0: framed yeah like That's and what for you him <laughs> and, for him, and for him to have to go on the run is just a strange concept. Because he laid out, like, 50,000 dudes over the past two <laughs> movies, no questions asked. And then his own wife, who he anyone could vouch for, that he was dearly in love with, would never harm, is a good guy. Has, like, four CIA agents mm. who are local, who can vouch for him and knows that he <laughs> didn't do it. Like, all of a sudden, there's, like, officers everywhere.
2: Well, and right off the bat... Like, as soon as Forrest Whitaker enters the scene and is looking around at everything, absolutely everything's suspicious. Everything about it is suspicious. Like, sure. like the, the bagels. Yeah, the bagels. That's what did it. But, like, you know, like he says, like, oh, the, the text from his wife wasn't from his wife. It came from an unlisted number. It's like, well, right there. This is cool. Like, someone someone lured him away, and she had a key to the apartment. No one else reported screaming. So it was an anonymous call <laughs> that someone said he's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 and right,
1: right. And he looks a lot like Liam Neeson. He, <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> Everything about this whole like crime scene bugs me, and it you can you can tell that Forrest Whitaker already is like okay, none of this makes sense. Well, Just, he,
0: well they do establish him very quickly as being an intelligent cop. Like a person who really cares about the case, who takes the time to sit down, you know, smell the roses or eat the bagels, you know, like (laughs) he's taking note of the small details, and yet he still takes Liam Neeson as his prime suspect.
3: Right. Well, I mean, he just wants Liam Neeson to come in and cooperate. I think
2: he's pretty focused in this movie, as Liam Neeson
0: being the guy.
2: Yeah,
1: they're they're wholesale cribbing. The Fugitive, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. that's the deal. Like, in The Fugitive, he's like, I didn't kill my wife. And Tom Lee Jones is like, I don't care. Yeah. And Tom Lee Jones' attitude is like, it's not my place to decide. I'm just bringing you in. And Forrest yeah. Whitaker has the same attitude. Yeah, he has the same speech. He's actually. like, I don't make the judgment of whether you did it or not. It's just my job to bring you in and have everyone get
0: injured while we try <laughs>
1: to, even though you're obviously innocent. <laughs> yeah. I will play Whitaker's advocate
3: here and say, if in his situation, he literally has Liam Neeson putting up a lot of... Uh, Defenses on being cooperative (laughs) With the police And I think it's just kind of a Methinks thou doth protest too much Kind of scenario Where it's like if you didn't do it Why are you like running I'm
0: just wondering why With a whole crew of police officers In Los Angeles on this case Like almost all of LA is on this case By the end of the movie (laughs) Because he's just wrecking stuff That no one's getting a call from his eight, Like the CIA Or anybody to be like this is what he does. Disavowed. Like <laughs>
1: Well they kind of figure it out. They go like, oh, this guy must be like special ops. Yeah. And like so much so that forest Whitaker's like, Oh, you've got him in your car and that's what he wants. Oh my <laughs> god, he's gonna like he, he knows he's like so badass that he's trying yeah. to escape and stuff.
0: It just doesn't seem logical to me that Whitaker would be putting that much energy into just Neeson. Like he would be on the case Looking for the other people Who could be Who really did this You know like He's
2: still, he's still hunting down That chess piece killer That we, <laughs> we, get, we get teased with And never get any information about
1: <laughs> <get laughs> I think all that shit was like Force Whitaker additions It totally feels like, to the, me. Rubber like, band. Yeah, like he's the rubber like, band yeah, yeah he's like rubber band. He's a cutter apparently Who's like Needs a rubber band To yeah. relieve no, tension I think and the like, rubber
3: band was like probably like megaton being like no we need him to be like a cool cop he needs to like like there's the lollipop that what's his name had kojak kojak yeah. has a lollipop this guy needs something
1: just, did any of you guys watch the shield no because forrest whitaker's on a couple seasons of the shield he's fantastic in it by the way playing like essentially the same character mm-hmm. and he did that kind of shit in the shield too these mm-hmm. weird like quirky mm-hmm. character things like i feel like he's in this movie and he's like what if my character had like a chess piece? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, fucking whatever, Forrest. Like, whatever yeah, you want. go ahead, what Whitaker. If, what if my character was like playing Cat's Cradle? And it's like, yeah, yeah, sure, Forrest. Like, whatever. That's but, what it reads
0: to me. But about. honestly, it's like, I don't have really any criticisms of that. Like, I love it, like, the, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Winter, like, the character itself, I think he does the best he can with the material <laughs> yeah. provided.
2: And I just wanted to know, like more like the the, like he had this potential to be this really interesting character like i said like he's got the chess piece he's always got it he's always got it in his hands like what does it mean like is it a game is it something from a previous like crime because it's such a (laughs) it's it's not like a typical chess piece it's it's like a dwarfed version but it's hand cut wood yeah um it's got like the green felt like like this is a particular chess piece this isn't just some random thing well, hopefully
0: Taken 4, he comes back. Yeah. He's like primary, primary guy. I,
1: honestly, it, means, it reads to me as like lazy writing. Yeah. It's
0: just that typical like, oh, I'm chasing a serial killer. He might as well
1: like have a chessboard, make a move, look to the camera, go like checkmate. Or something. You know, it's like just cornball.
0: Well, it's like you're saying lazy writing in this movie. I genuinely, I have no proof of this, but I genuinely believe that this was not a Taken script when it was first written. Like that's that's just the vibe I get. It's like, oh shit. Taken 2 did really well too we're, we're, like they? I don't think they were expecting this to go As far as sure. it did and they were like well what do we do For a third movie it's I mean it's being rushed I mean You look at Taken 1 2008 To Taken 2 in 2012 That's a pretty good gap that's a reasonable amount Of time to bring a sequel to theaters and then You go two years you only go two years for Two to three and uh it really feels like that moment where they just dust off something they had in the pile and then changed all the names. Like, is what maybe is sort of what I got. the I vibe think they of. did
1: make an intelligent decision. Now, not that it worked out well, but I think the intent of like, well, we've had two movies with people getting taken. Let's mix this up a bit. I but think it's, it's a good called idea. Called
0: Taken. I
1: know. Well. And they did. They is, took his wife from him forever. Yeah, <laughs> she was taken. You know, I don't know. But but what you know what it needed is it needed when the scene where he told his daughter that his mom was dead. Like they needed him in the scene to be like,
0: your mother has been forever taken or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah,
1: then, I was, then it would have been
0: great I was like, desperately waiting yeah. for him to be like your mother's been taken to heaven <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like but they didn't write it. and that's what annoys me is like that's why it feels outside of the realm of sure. this universe it was like someone should have dropped that line in there and then I would have been on board right. more you know it's tough because
1: when he's fighting LAPD like he's not killing them.
0: yeah so then it's like okay well this
1: isn't a, the, the right movie because he's not on a murder spree. Like yeah, that all, is what Taken is. Like, yeah,
0: already it's been taken down a notch. Yeah, in like <laughs> you know in a level of interest for me. Um, but and it, you know the whole like. I guess we have to at least, uh, for the people listening, establish like who the actual villain is in this movie. The shocking reveal. <laughs> I know, like they couldn't even throw a red herring in there. Oh, I mean, I
2: guess they kind of. My did. fucking god! It spends the whole movie twirling his mustache. <laughs> it's her
1: husband. I would have oh, never, no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> never would have ever dreamed that he was involved in the. <laughs> he took out insurance money yeah. on her. Just, yeah, because you need insurance. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's already super fucking rich. Like, it's like. This, but, I mean, <laughs> so it's supposed well, to be the losing, same. He's
2: losing character. money on this bad
3: deal with this uh, crazy Spetsnaz Russian dude. Right. Yes, yeah,
0: Stuart, who. Which I guess it's also not fair that they. I wish they had made this movie with a guy they cast as Stuart that in the first time. Yes. Because that dude doesn't even look like if a that villain. That guy was,
1: became a horseman, became a villain. That'd be so awesome. It would have been awesome. Yeah. But
0: they clearly cast, like, recast Stuart as the most evil looking stepdad yeah. in history. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of
1: weird casting, there's a weird moment in the second movie where his like barbecue CIA buddies. Yeah. The Lester, the pimp from uh, Running Scared is in the first and third film. And then he's played by, like, some other guy in the second movie. Because it's just one scene. It's, like, one scene where they bust open beers. Hey, man, good to see you. But it's, like, a recast for, like, In the a second movie, minute. don't they go to the golf course? No, that's, that's the, the thir- third one. Oh, oh, okay. So third third so yeah. okay. So, Okay, yeah. so, yeah. Interesting. It's one scene. It's one barbecue scene. And yeah, they yeah. got the other two guys. They got, the, they got the guy from Napoleon Dynamite and Lost. Yeah, yeah. And then they got the guy from Seven and Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and, like, was it Dirty... What's that? Ah, whatever. There's like a... what's that very bad thing? Oh yeah, That's yeah. It. That's it. Uh, But yeah, Lester the pimp
0: only in first and third. Movie. Couldn't make it for the yeah. yeah for the second one.
1: I mean, I guess he was like, it's not worth it for me to come in <laughs> one day to like crack a beer. Yeah, yeah. That, although that is another decision they made in the third movie that I actually liked was this idea of like let's take his CIA friends and like really involve them in the plot. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Well,
0: they should have. I mean, honestly, it's. That was a failure of the second movie. I think all of that, you have this whole team of operatives who would support you. The fact that he wasn't calling in, getting help, getting, you know, like, I thought that was a strange choice for the first couple movies. He's basically on his own, like an island unto himself and, you know, dealing with this stuff. But he's on his home
2: turf now.
0: Now he's on, yeah, he's at home base right now. It's more
2: convenient for them. Yeah, that's,
0: that's true but they they have they show there that there's this like secret home base for these guys God. like it's like in the basement of like a, a furnace room
2: it, it, it is the the get smart headquarters <laughs> hidden by door after door after door of security and then you're finally in this abandoned room but it's all fake and like The fake electrical panel slides, and there's guns, and then you you lift up the drainage grate, and there's a computer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by the time you've gotten through the 12 levels of security, like the MST3K door like path, you'd think they could just have a gun sitting on a table. (laughs) You'd like to think. Um, But uh, So now Yeah he's utilizing uh, His friends To like sort of Help him get through this Against the villain Of the stepdad That is now Stuart Or or Stuart That's now like The villain of this movie um, Who's like Using both sides of the secondary villain, this Russian right. yeah. Spetsnets, like assassin. The whitey tidy guy. The grabber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who we call the grabber. The grabber. <laughs> Such, <Grabbing>. So lazy. <laughs> so lazy. I wish this movie had been called <laughs> Uh But, you know, he seems really evil right off the bat. And you, was, like Josh, you were saying, like, throw a red herring or something. You know, like, make it seem like he's okay for a while. But he's so evil the whole way through and then by the time you see that he's actually double crossing both sides, you just don't give a shit. Like, at least I do. Yeah.
1: Well, there's literally a the scene where they're like, it was him all along, Liam Neeson. Or, you know, and then you're just like, well, yeah, no fucking shit. No, yeah, or, the whole
3: thing is just like, <laughs> from the beginning, you're like, wait, so the stepdad's the bad guy now? Really? Like, is this, you're not going to, no, there has to be something else. And they go,
1: oh, no, it's uh, it's actually this guy. Oh, it is?
3: No, it's not. Like it's like
1: that. Uh, quick. Then, well, he does waterboard him. That scene was yeah. kind of yeah. funny, where he's like, "Oh, I'm into this Russian guy." And Liam Neeson's just trying to get info, and then yeah, he waterboards his ass. That, yeah, that was pretty great.
0: I mean, it it was the one scene in this movie that needed to at least match to the previous two, and that it needs one dark scene. <laughs> yeah. Like, just bring it. Yeah. You know, even if this is PG-13, give us something. By you the know? way,
3: all the movies are PG-13.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. What? that first movie is pg-13 all the like sl- like slum den me? stuff
1: have you, holy
3: shit have you watched mtv i mean it's the same it's a it's a darker tone with the same amount of skin wow. being.
0: that's pretty fucking dark the,
1: so the re i didn't realize they were all pg-13 but the reason i i brought it up for this movie is there's like this weird looping moment where i think it's the the yeah. husband has this line where he's like like in the movie, he's like, "I know you were screwing my wife," and he like clearly says, "fucking." fucking yeah. So I was sitting there watching and going, "Like, what the hell? Why are well, every, they dubbing?" Every 13 movie gets one. Fuck. Right. I know. So they must have they must have miscounted, or there was an improv fuck or something, and then they were like, "Oh shit!" And then they had to loop it out. Yeah,
0: that was it. Stood out to all of us. Like we were yeah. like, "Oh, that was kind of weird." You know, it seems seems strange. Uh, but well, while you know, while Liam Neeson is trying to track down this Spetsnats guy. The daughter is being basically is being harassed by Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Um, Because Forrest is just trying to get him in. You know, we just need to talk to him. We We just need to figure out the truth. You know. And she knows that he's out there actually doing work. (laughs) You know, doing what Forrest Whitaker should be doing. Making
3: her get diarrhea and all sorts of good stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I accidentally killed your baby.
3: (laughs) Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, we
2: didn't talk about her being pregnant. I actually thought was a cool yeah.
1: I mean it's pretty stock but like that was a good way again
0: to all daddy fears are real yeah. <laughs> like your daughter is going well, to get pregnant I just pregnant kept laughing
1: because when her the guy that impregnated her showed up all I just kept going was like he's so fucking dead like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I yeah, just, actually it's weird
3: he he sails through the movie completely unsaved huh?
2: Yeah. He doesn't even get involved in the movie. Like he's in the opening and the ending scene. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that,
3: I mean, it'd be better than if they had to like do a begrudging team up. You don't want to muck it up like that. Yeah. But, but
0: but the daughter in like knowing that she's pregnant, she's like trying to like deal not only with like how she's going to tell her dad about her pregnancy, but also now the fact that her mom is dead. She's been killed. (laughs) Her dad is now on the run for the murder of her own mother and, uh, trying to give Liam Neeson enough time to like, find the real killer there's actually
1: a funny scene where she's trying to explain to liam neeson that she is pregnant and then (laughs) like mid-scene he's like there's like kids being rambunctious and he turns around like oh man in a few years like that's gonna be crazy and then she's just like i'm gonna get a cat (laughs) 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 like those moments i thought were funny yeah maybe it's just because i care about the characters
2: yeah well and she like like the the one of the cia friends at the funeral says like you should do your normal routine. So she goes and gets like this orange or peach drink <laughs> and drinks anything. you think, oh. You're very predictable yeah. routine. Oh, because she always gets the fourth one from the back. Because
0: it's cold, but it's not too cold, Richard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you think it's going to be like a note or a secret message? But no, he poisons her. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, not but calling there is a bullshit. Note.
0: No, but there is a note on the yogurt, which is what's annoying. It says, drink me.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like, couldn't you have just written on the note meet me in the bathroom <laughs> instead of poisoning your daughter, yeah. like with an antidote that she may not actually be able to receive later. If you fuck up, like, yeah. Well, so what if someone comes up and
1: like grabs the one in front and like, it's, fucks up the whole system. <laughs> <Yeah>. Someone, someone <laughs> don't drink me on this. <laughs> Because the idea is he wants her to get sick in class and then go to a bathroom that he's waiting... Like, this entire school, he knows the bathroom, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then
0: Just like he knows the every back alley of that, like, (laughs) Middle Eastern town, you know. And he he knows
2: where the storm drain access in people's garages are yeah in LA. Right. Oh yeah, his,
0: oh, yeah that didn't make any sense. Yeah, his initial escape from Forrest Whitaker is like he just running through this neighborhood and then gets into someone's house and then just knows somehow that yeah, that there's a water Dude, drain the, system. The LA
1: River's not running under your building here? Like, <laughs> yeah, right under my bedroom actually. You
2: just lift up the floorboards and there it is. <laughs>
1: So, that's the most fugitive ass scene yeah, too you're just yeah. looking at it like jesus christ guys really like
0: <laughs> yeah you could i'm telling you this was not a taken script this was some bullshit fugitive like uh-huh. remake um but uh so yeah he poisons his daughter just like just to get information from her right and then to put a, a bug on her no well
1: he, he she has a bug she, on her. Has she a bug already on her. has a he takes it on off yeah, yeah that's right he yeah.
0: takes it off so they can talk um, well, he just
1: wants I think because he hasn't seen her since her mom died. So he just wants to have this moment of being like, yeah, I'm sorry and I'm gonna find out who did this. And well, I guess the na-
0: what's weird to me is that I feel like the whole poisoning concept was uh, was under the premise that she he wants her to continue to act natural. like, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't want to give her too much information because then she'll start acting suspicious and sure. give away ideas. Right. But she already, like just by giving her a note on her peach yogurt, she's already going to start acting suspicious. You know, it doesn't hurt to just let her know where to meet Not you. Not to
1: mention Forrest Whitaker's back at the convenience store, like pulling peachy yogurt out of trash cans and tasting them <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. lighting up like, Oh my
2: God, it's poison. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't, we didn't see the scene later of like Forrest Whitaker puking. <laughs> yeah. It only takes like a sure. quick
1: a little swipe of it.
0: Yeah. Like he
2: was putting it all together
1: real quick <laughs> and then just like,
0: let's get him. I just like that that's a, well, I, although it's not really a genuine, like written quirk of the character, but that he's just like consuming all of this stuff at the crime scenes. Like he's eating their bagels. <laughs> right. He's eating their, her yogurt in the trash. Like, sir.
1: That might be evidence. I don't know.
0: <laughs> you might want to stop eating the yeah. evidence, sir. Um, but yeah, he meets his daughter in the bathroom and he basically communicates to her. Like, I got to finish this. Like I have information, you know, stay the course kind of thing. Um, and having then let her, he escapes out of the window of the back. No, seat. he throws
2: a grenade. The, grenades come oh, back. the <laughs> grenade. that's come right. Back. You're right. You're totally yep.
0: right. The poor yeah. janitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he throws. He lobs a flash grenade into the janitor closet without looking, uh, and sets off all the sprinklers.
1: Scruffy's
2: gonna die the way he lived. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is this the chase that ends with him? Driving like a car Into an elevator shaft And it like Blowing mm-hmm. up the shaft Oh my god
2: Yeah I And he's, he's
1: just wreck, Like killing 20 million people Like in a building While he's like Getting away
3: Well <laughs> There's also like I mean I guess we can talk About the chase But like The, 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 the most egregious Stupid thing About the scene Is he drives In reverse And busts down An elevator shaft and it's clearly in the car. Yeah. And then he like Dark Knight rises and out of there. <laughs> There's they, a lot of that in this movie. Or, yeah. where or is yeah. Or like he, they literally show him going like. Ugh like climbing out and then they show like the outside of the elevator shaft and everything just like a fucking explodes. nuke went off yeah. And, yeah like you can see it from outside of the building oh yeah uh, the whole yeah. building and then like, like a mushroom two cloud. seconds later he's like on the phone going like hey don't fuck with me because like,
1: <laughs> the same thing happens like he drives a car off a cliff or they like yeah, run yeah. him off the road cliff. yeah and then it just explodes
0: in a fiery place. And then it's two seconds later, he walks around the corner like, hey, guys. <laughs> but in a really what? weird, in a really weird half-assed way, they, in not even acknowledging how impossible the six-story fall down the elevator shaft was, they feel the need to show you how he got out of the car well, when yeah, it goes over the cliff. They show him, like tumbling open, out opening
3: the door and like start to kind of get out and then it's like literally 5 seconds later
0: he can do it very strange choice there but uh yeah he survives that car uh car wreck and the car chase and everything and then um i guess he meets up with this like the russian or like the spetsnaz crew at a convenience yeah, like, well, store. store
1: yeah because so I, like, yeah. I think that's when he that's the information that leads him back to the husband Mm -hmm. because the Russian crew, he like shakes them down and then they tell him like it was the husband. And then that's when he goes and waterboards him. And then he's like, all right, there's this crime Lord. It's like Scarface Jr. in his underwear, go kill him. And then when he goes and kills him, that's when he discovers, like, oh, it was the fucking husband all along. Yeah. But they have this crazy Ocean's Eleven, like, we got to have the diamond heist and bust you into this guy's impenetrable
2: fortress. (laughs) Yeah. But it's all just very strange. Yeah, like, this Russian guy has unlimited levels of security. He's got guys downstairs with a private elevator that you have to have a visual scan (laughs) before they actually let you up. And then he's got, like, two... Vestibules of soldiers behind glass Mm -hmm. It's like Okay well we're gonna do this and this Also he he
1: can like fuck strippers in a jacuzzi
3: (laughs) Like that's
2: it in a diaper He's wearing a diaper <laughs> Yeah it's
3: really uh, It's really weird That like the big Bad Spetsnaz guy The whole time He's looking like Very emasculated And like just In whitey tidies, He does not look imposing He is not I mean And like I kind of liked that though I, I liked
1: him just Machine gun crazy like, he also doesn't Do funny.
3: anything Like he's like, Spetsnaz guys Are supposed to be able To like well, a like He had crazy. a pretty good
1: Sneer you know He just shoots a lot Like oh, it's yeah
3: and he didn't even grab anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they actually well, Liam Neeson actually gets past all of that security using the help of his CIA friends. Yeah. Um, like they manage yeah. to, to they essentially like basically divert uh, the the Forrest Whitaker crew. And uh, get there with like a one of those vans, you know, like the CIA vans and uses the the old uh, speed trick where, <laughs> yeah. you, where you re-loop the security yeah. footage like for a few seconds uh, while Liam Neeson takes the elevator up and then just manages to, you know, take this dude out after like. He
1: does know. pull off uh, the, because we didn't talk about it, but in the first movie he has a pretty awesome move where he's hiding under like a dead body. Yes. And the guy runs yeah. in like, where the fuck is he? And then he like. Stone Cold like shoots him from underneath, and he did that one again. That I was definitely like, yeah, yeah, his
0: callback. Cool. It's like his kill, yeah, like the, hiding under the dead body yeah. kill. Because I
1: like because it's like, yeah, you would do that move again. It's pretty effective. It's a really like, good <laughs> fucking yeah. move. Yeah, why well, just do it
2: once? Yeah, exactly. He's never met this guy before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I ever find myself in a Russian mafia shootout, I am totally stealing that move.
2: <laughs> if I find myself
0: in any shootout, I'm going to use that move. Uh, so, he takes out the Spetsnats guy. Um, he's just murdered off. And then, like we all discussed before, this, like, secondary reveal of Stuart being, like, the <laughs> evilest it was evil. was me <laughs> all along.
2: And now I'm taking <laughs> your daughter.
1: <laughs> I liked him having a gun on Maggie Grace. And, like, go having Hingeman, he just becomes full-on Bond villain where he's just like, take off the plane with a gun on her. and That yeah. was kind of funny. But then... <laughs> <laughs> and then he, oh wait
3: and then Liam Neeson like does the impossible and gets from like the 10 405 change <laughs> to the Santa Monica airport yeah. in like 15 All seconds. All yeah. while the plane's taking off. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, and then he pretty much had it been real would have killed his daughter like by just right full on ramming <laughs> a jet that was going <laughs> fast enough to take off. Like, it yeah. was lifting, it was lifting. Sure. off. And he just rams
3: through and hits the, the front the wheel of the plane Yeah, off. the front
0: landing gear off with his – yeah, with the car. Which
2: would have – you know, once a plane is off the ground, it's pretty easy once you have a car moving that fast to spin that, that plane. plane. Yeah. Uh yeah. It would have just well, – if you hit it, it
0: hard enough, Richard – the leg will snap the landing gear will snap before it has the chance yeah
2: and and then it will react opposite with the with now less weight in the nose of the plane it, <laughs> instead of go pulling up it drops straight down it just Loss. drags the rest of the runway which wouldn't have much runway left
0: since he was about to
2: lift yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it has the weirdest scene in the
1: world where the guy's laying there and Liam Neeson's about to kill him and then he's like It's like cop sirens start and he's like, you can't kill me. And Liam Neeson's like, well, when you get out of jail, you know what I'm going to do. And all I kept thinking was like, just shoot his ass. Like you've killed a billion people. Yeah, you've already murdered tons of people. Why not this guy? Way more satisfying if he's like, that's what you think and just
0: shot him in the face. Yeah with it. This is for that horse <laughs> pull the trigger and on him. And
1: Forrest Whitaker's got him in the police station, and he's just like, well, I don't have anything
2: to charge you with. I charge you. <laughs> you you, or you your CIA buddies who uh, held other cops yeah. hostage. Assault with a deadly weapon
0: on multiple cops. But since you didn't kill Stewart, yeah. we can't take you in.
1: What? How did we know? How did? We oh, excuse know? me. Not Stewart. I was thinking about his wife. Yeah, how did we yeah. know he didn't kill his wife? <laughs> No, Forrest Whitaker knew. You remember wow. No,
0: not remember.
1: Well, oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> oh sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Yes. Matthew,
1: you need to, I you need to really study this film. No, scroll,
0: no, no. I do. I'm sorry. I can't believe I forgot this. The funniest part of the movie. Yes, he explains that the reason he knew he didn't kill his wife is because the bagels were warm. <laughs> because what kind of cold-blooded killer... Would bring home warm bagels to his wife <laughs> I, I can tell you
2: exactly that. A cold blooded one
0: <laughs> yeah. Well not to
1: mention that multiple times in the movie Like he returns to the bagel shop Like buys yeah. new bagels He's hooked There's all these close ups of him eating them And you're like what the f- What is this all
0: about And then at the end he's just like I knew because of the bagels <laughs> It's like yeah no shit dude like, <laughs> No person that buys warm bagels can kill a man
1: It was supposed to be this like
2: Kaiser Soze like with the fucking bagels <laughs> like. also, also the phone The police reports The house key Pretty much The entire crime scene The fact that she had A big
3: insurance claim Taken out on her Like really close to when, Right before she got murdered
2: Yeah God
0: So funny So funny
2: I hate to backtrack But the the scene on the freeway When he steals a cop car And then he's driving In the wrong direction And this cargo container truck Yeah Loses control And the cargo container flips And just starts crushing Cars full of people <laughs> Yeah and I was like, those people are dead. Oh, yeah, those are innocent people. He is just murdered. and it like they never say anything. I guess we're just supposed to assume that they're okay. Uh, you're free to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong here. And case closed. You know it, It's one of those things where to me the ends do not justify the means. Yeah. And something should happen.
0: Well, we, I think like we said earlier in the podcast that this franchise establishes that he's a very selfish, like hero, a protagonist, you know, like he will, he will do anything for his daughter, even if it means other people getting hurt, you know, other people, you know, getting left behind to be like raped by other people, you know, in this underground underground slums, you know, like it does not matter. He is simply one focus and that's like who our hero is, you know? And you know, in the first two movies, it works because you realize, like you said, most of the people who are getting hurt aren't innocents other than the woman that he shoots. Yeah. But that had a very specific justifiable means to an end kind of mentality, whereas these are just like collateral damage, you know?
1: And and the fact that I, I appreciate that they wanted to go this different angle and let's uh, let's make The Fugitive, let's make it a different kind of movie. But at the end of the day, it's, it's not what we expected. Yeah. They could have certainly made a better Taken movie. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, like, well, you. I know this podcast started with Step Up and is going to end with Step Up. But, like, for me, that's what Step Up 4 was. Step Up Revolution was, like, okay, we're going to take this dance battle mentality, using dance to compete against each other and, like, step each other, you know, step up, you know, step it up, you know, and like, compete, and then put that dancing into a context of, like, revolution like in like wall like occupy wall street it was like it just took everything away from like the dancing stuff that like made me care about dancing oh i loved it <laughs> i know you you will it's defend it till the day it's not performance
1: art it's protest art. <laughs> it's protest art
0: <laughs> yeah but i mean for me that's step up revolution is to that franchise as this is to the taken sure. franchise well you
1: are correct in that they both shift gears yeah they both go okay we've been doing this like let's try something else
0: yeah um, I don't, and I don't think either of them do it particularly effectively.
1: Sure. I would argue that Step Up Revolution is closer to what a Step Up movie actually is than, t- like, Taken Three. Yeah. is pretty far off from like Taken One.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: Like, you think about those nasty slums with the <laughs> women and him shooting an innocent woman and all, that, and job of the slut and all that. Like, <laughs> that stuff's unbelievable. And this movie's just like, well, I'll break this cop's leg and. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just weak. It's just a weak entry. Yeah. It's, if,
1: you, if you take Taken out of it, and it's just a Liam Neeson's trying to find out who killed his wife movie, like it's, it's
0: it's yeah, could be worse. It's fine. It's it's basically one of like the other twenty types of these movies he's yeah. made over the past yeah. few years. It's uh, like a
1: nonstop level of unknown, enjoyment. The Gray.
0: Yeah, walk through the tombstones. The tombstones. Uh, uh, we had a new one until or, Run all, Run all Night is the out. new yeah. one. By like, the
3: way, you, earlier in the podcast, much earlier you said like 10, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, if you'd have said like Liam Neeson's going to be an action star, you would have been surprised. But it was 10 years ago that he played Raz al Ghul and was actually doing like sword fighting and stuff.
2: Yeah, but, but, that, but that was still like it was still like
0: character. It was, it was,
1: like was a like, mental character more than a Yeah, set yeah.
0: it was like he showed, like he gave the Batmans his moves. Yes, like he taught him all of that. But it wasn't like he wasn't the primary focus of the action. He wasn't the guy that, like, like, you know move the action of the film along whereas like these movies it's like you no know, Liam Neeson yeah. is the guy you know what I mean or even
1: when he did have a showdown with Batman it's not like they had a super dramatic fight on a rooftop well, The, the it was know, all green
3: grass like, out, uh, out the ass like you couldn't well, see anything not even
1: that what I mean is like he was a mental character like he shows up he's like I'm gonna burn your home to the ground and talk to you in a train car and like that's about it it's not like he had this massive fight with him
0: yeah I mean like you, but you even mentioned like the movie like Rob Roy like right that's a he was a leading man in a sort of adventure role and there's action in it yeah he he's a sword fighter you know like the whole movie's about sword fighting and stuff and revenge and but like at the end of the day that movie doesn't ring like an action movie you know he's not a dark man yeah dark man you know that's as
2: close as it gets
0: yeah but uh but yeah thanks you guys uh that was that was a fun one
1: yeah, yeah th- thanks yeah, for having me good. back i appreciate it yeah it's you're great to have you're, you're always I'm welcome <laughs> here
0: always welcome.
1: i miss you guys and you guys out there listening i miss you too and i assure you i'm doing fine <laughs> i just have a child to raise <laughs> so 24 hour movie marathons are really on the docket
0: yeah not those aren't priority anymore yeah, but I'll, I'll probably pop in every now and then i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do all of them or anything but. for sure for sure <laughs> that concludes the taken podcast be sure to tune in next time when we watch the movies in the iron eagle franchise as usual we will also be live tweeting our experience you can follow us on twitter at Cinemarathonpod. cinemarathon pod that's cinemarathon you can also find us on facebook at facebook.com cinemarathon and if you'd like to reply with any comments or questions or suggestions for marathons feel free to email us at cinemarathon at gmail.com And all of this information can be found on our website at cinemarathonpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.